I can't hear you at all, but that's okay. As long as the audience can hear me. Can hear you. I can hear you, Beautiful. but I can't hear... Uh, no, I can't. Can you hear You can can't hear us. I mean, I can <laughs> hear you. I just can't hear you through this. Um, Is that the Irish thing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was putting myself in his... <laughs> You're trying to empathise. Mm. You really haven't worked for a while, hey? Oh, I'm just in a bit of a... I told you evenings for me, and my head just just like. You're working around coffee too. Yeah, I have too you much. Should be high. I think that's what it is. I think I have too much. <laughs> but my brain does definitely, like I work really well from when I get up in the morning until five, and then my brain after that just goes. Bleh. Just goes to mush. Yeah, primordial what, soup. What like um, what sign are you? Like uh, you a fire? Do you know? Fire, uh, Libra. Is that the weighing scales? I got the worst one. I'm not even an animal. I think that. I think. You're I'll just balanced. All the other ones are cool. You are pure balance. Is that um, until 5 p.m. Oh. and then it's all over? Yeah. <laughs> then, I, then I just. Boom. Then it's just boom. Yeah. Is that October? Yeah. 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 Fire or water? I can't remember. The fire. Fire is like high energy, and if you do, like, anything, like you're better in the morning. And then you're buzzing like in the morning, and then you burn out. It's weird. It, it is weird how we ha all have like different activities that like affect us differently. Mm. I know that if I spend too much time around people, humans, yeah, like I am fucked, and yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah like could yeah. do physical work all day long. Yeah, like talking to humans and having to like generate conversations like constantly, uh, which is all I've ever done for my work for the past twelve years. Yeah, is very like it just drains me, and then. I didn't realize that this was a thing till recently where, you know, like I uh, maybe was just in a situation where I had some housemates who uh, maybe are both very introverted a lot of the time when they were probably at work mm. and then are very extroverted at home. Yeah, Whereas right. I feel like I'm not an introverted person and I have to be extroverted at work. So when I go home, all I want to do is just like hide in my room yeah. like a hermit. Yeah. I, I, I say I'm an extroverted introvert. Yeah, me too. Because I'm like... I'm good at being like, hey, how's it going? But then most of the time, I just want to go, everyone stop talking to me. And I just want to put a, a, an eye mask on and hide in a dark room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's kind of, you have to be both, like a social chameleon kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah, I get burnt out around too many people. Yeah. Have you seen um, Simon Sinek? Yeah. Yeah. The Golden yeah. Circle. Yeah. Did you see the one he was talking about? Like, he's an introvert. And so now he's learned when he goes to parties, he takes an extrovert with him. So then he's Talk always, with, yeah, so he's always <laughs> with the extrovert. So the extrovert's doing all the talking and he doesn't get burnt out at the that's parties. So that's much. great. That yeah. is a, that's a golden nugget. That's so good. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast right now, like just stop, just leave. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Just yeah. grab If you're an extrovert, extrovert please call 1800 because <laughs> I want you for parties. <laughs> uh, how weird would that be back in the day getting classified ad, classified ad, ad, ad Yeah, that's, that's like a legit business idea, extrovert for hire. Is it? That, that could no, work. you could be. That could, that could be. Work. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Could be like, hey, I'll come and talk to your friends so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that'd be a quite a demand position. Yeah, for it would. would be, yeah. There's that, um, there's that meme about in introverts. It's like, um, how do introverts make friends? They don't. An extrovert found them and decided to keep them. <laughs> An extrovert found them and decided to keep them. <laughs> it's gone over my head. Okay, so how, how do <laughs> we'll explain it for you. Uh, how do introverted people make friends? Yes. They don't. An, okay. an, an extrovert found them and decided to be their friend. Oh, found the introvert. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry. Um, so we are <laughs> sitting here <laughs> uh, today. Um, We're still jet lagged. At the Better You Project with Ben and Josiah, uh, who have both decided to partner up and create the Primal Man. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Before we get into um, before we get into that venture itself, uh, yeah, we're just going to maybe chat a little bit about how you guys got to know each other and how your mm. paths crossed. Uh, so, yeah, how, how did you guys meet each other? That's a funny story. <laughs> who, who, who made the first move? Um, uh, do you want to know the full story? I'd love to know the full story. I actually... Um, as long as you don't take the piss. <laughs> nah. We were, we were yeah. about to I'm take... I'm we aware, were. that's why I said <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty funny, you know? Oh, good one, good one. Very good. Um, <laughs> Cheesy. <laughs> um, yeah, so actually um, lining up to go to the toilet at a um, <laughs> sound bar for the um, Seeds of Ember. And um, yeah, obviously yourself and um, someone else had both um, mentioned Ben to me and said that they... Um, it's quite a lad. Yeah, yeah, and thought, <laughs> thought that we were very similar and we'd get along and... Mm. Um, but yeah, hadn't reached out to him, and then I'd obviously seen him and stuff, um, like on Instagram and and that, and we we're lining up, and I was just like, "Hey, is your name Ben?" He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Oh, apparently we're supposed to meet." So <laughs> <laughs> it was so strange. Yeah, because I was still only that was like, I was only in Adelaide like a couple of months at that point. So yeah, to have yeah. anyone be like, "Hey, Ben," that was weird. <laughs> that's that's like a great pickup line, by the way. That, that could be potentially a great pickup line. <laughs> like, I, where we're supposed to meet? <laughs> yeah. These people it's told fake. me we were supposed <laughs> to. <be. laughs> it's either a great pickup line or they'll just think you're completely Oh, uh, yeah, it could go either way. I mean, yeah. it could have gone either way with Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the part where I want to know what was Ben's reaction. Uh, I don't know. What was it? Was I surprised? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. I was surprised because you were talking about the Celestian Prophecy book, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. I read that book or something. Or no, I didn't say that because I didn't read that book. <laughs> but I said, I said you're the third person to tell me to read that book. That's what I said. And then yeah. you were like, oh, you're Ben. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty strange. Yeah. And then we actually got talking for a while. And then Tom came out and gave out to us, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we were being too loud. We were talking too much. They were, oh, they were okay. about to start the meditation. Yeah, yeah, and, um, see, yeah, we've been too loud yeah. talking, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> it, was one of, it was one of those. Uh, and from there, I guess, yeah, how did you guys, um, what, sort of, what were sort of the uh, values that you guys kind of aligned on uh, that made you decide to, yeah, like partner up? Raw sexual attraction to each other, I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> High <laughs> testosterone in that room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a coffee, we met up for a coffee then soon after that, just to kind of, I suppose, figure out what you're asking now, like is uh what yeah where do we kind of um align i guess and then we were kind of just both saying the same things really. yeah yeah it's like i want to do this and you're like well i want to do that too um we both seems to have a passion for um for self-inquiry and for um the evolution of man <laughs> what, do you, what would you say how would you say it uh, i don't know it's trying i'm trying to say it without sounding like i'm Without sounding like I'm running a cult or something, <laughs> or want to run a cult, I'm sure it's fine. But um. I have yeah. lots of questions about this. But now that the coffee has hit me, I've come back to the more important question. Yeah. When you were at the uh, um, toilet 
like us. <laughs> back to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> was it like, were you both taking a piss at the same time? Like, no. What, what was no, the No, we were lining up to go into the toilet. It was a, it was it was a closed toilet. To- yeah. Like single toilet? Yeah. yeah, not, yeah, a, yeah. not a urinal? No, no. single okay. toilet. Because so. that changes everything. If this yeah. is like a urinal. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that'll be a different story altogether. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the urinal is an interesting place. Don't, don't you, don't <laughs> oh, it is. It is, especially at like a pub or something. It's a very yeah, interesting yeah. place. Like some people want to have a chat. Some people are just... Yeah, some people just want to get down to business, and yeah. some people that socialize. Some people become it's extroverts. That like yeah. the cock is out, and they're like, it's like it's game on. <laughs> do you find it? If I find it awkward to not, sp- it's like you're like, do I speak? Do I not? You're never sure, and you're waiting for some, for them to turn their head or something. You're waiting for a little acknowledgement, so you go, uh, yeah, it's cold out, isn't it? Or something. Yeah. <laughs> like some something very like, it's a weird, it's a weird scenario. It is a very weird scenario. It's, um, it's a very strange one, actually. It's, it's also very weird, like, where the person decides to place themselves. Like, if you're, mm. like, a, you know, single person. Yeah. Paying, you're right? standing in the corner, where, they where come stand right next let's, to you. Let's go to the important stuff. Where would you pee? If you were at the urinal, <laughs> single, you know, there's no one else. Do you yeah. go in the middle? Do you go to a corner? Where do you go? No, I always go, I always go to the end. Yeah, end. To yeah. the end, yeah. What about yourself? I've done both. I've done the middle. Yeah. Done the end. In the I, same used, to, I used to be very like. Do you go to the middle when you're feeling extroverted, and when you've like had enough of people, mm. you move to the no, end? No, see, I go in the middle as like a power move to help, tell people because no, no one else can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is my yeah. spread your lats out. Yeah, yeah. You, you spread your legs like real wide, <laughs> almost doing the splits. Mm. Um, That's funny because if I saw someone do that, I'd be like, I'm going right beside that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just go between his legs. Yeah, yeah. between your legs. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I don't. Yeah, I I usually go to the end. You know, usually go to the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I grew up being one of those people that really mm. uh, struggled going to the urinal. If I'm like, like as in peeing, like I, yeah, would, I, yeah, would, yeah. I would like yeah. not pee. Like I'd be dying to pee, and I'd go there, and I'd like, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Anxiety, like pee in the stage fright. Stage yeah, fright. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was the same. And the, you know what the worst is when you're like lining up and you need to take a piss, and then like all the cubicles are taken but the urinal is just free but you got to make up like you need to take a shit and you got to pretend you got to take a shit and, and then you're like busting but and oh. sometimes it's like i don't want to make up like i'm taking a shit yeah like, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes that's more that somehow that could be more awkward yeah yeah, yeah 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 but that was all like that was all down to like self-confidence for me mm. as well and like now i don't know i don't know if it's like a natural progression on my journey not to like digress but um, now that I have a lot more self confidence, I don't have a problem. I can I can just literally go wherever or Yeah, go right now. Um you know when I real like it's it does all go and tie into confidence, mm. um, which is part of my master plan of like this whole question leading to yes. what we're gonna talk about here. But um I realized that I was really drunk one day and I realized, you know what, when I'm drunk I really don't struggle to go pee <laughs> anywhere. So I'd it's pee in front of the crowd if it really like came down to it. <laughs> and I just realized, I'm like, you know what? If I just like just feel that way every time, um, or I just hold it a little bit longer and I go when I'm absolutely dying to, <laughs> then it's a little bit easier to pee next to people. Mm. Yeah. Um, so uh, tying in though to the confidence thing, uh, look, I really like the reason why we got you guys on is because I obviously went to one of the. Um, what would you call it? Retreats? Gatherings, I Gathering. call it. That's the right word I use at the moment. Yeah, we, yeah. we hope to do retreats in the yeah. in the future. Gathering. So uh, I, don't know, yeah. Gathering. I went to one of your gatherings mm. and um, yeah, it was like a really, a really cool thing, like a, a really cool space you guys created. Mm. 
um, for people. And um, yeah, like definitely the sort of thing that I think um, uh, helps people build confidence. Uh, we live in like a, in a society where I think um, people feel lots of pressure. Um, and I think lots of that pressure uh, a lot of the time can can come into things like about not uh, not fully being comfortable with yourself or not like fully having spaces where you can mm. just fully uh, be in touch with who you really are. Uh, so I guess I'd like to know a little bit about, about each one of your journeys about uh, maybe finding your own self-confidence. Like we all, we all come to find our own self-confidence or like comfort in ourselves uh, through different things like would have been some things that you both have experienced that uh, have uh, been really meaningful to you in that sort of way. Mm, yeah, well, um, yeah, my journey's been pretty up and down, to be honest. Like, I, um, yeah, when I was younger, I was always told to suppress my emotions and my feelings. Um, so I, like, genuinely just didn't have an understanding of emotions or my feelings or let alone how to express them or I just had no idea. I went through a state in my life when I was super depressed, didn't even know it, didn't know how to communicate it. It was almost like, almost like you're a newborn and you don't understand, like you, you just genuinely don't understand what's happening to you or, or why you're feeling the way you feel or anything like that. Um, and so I've gone yeah, up and down. I've also come from a pretty high egotistical background uh, through footy. Um, competing in bodybuilding a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, footy very much is very high, um, can be unhealthy masculine environment. Um, and it is very much, um, you know, the same thing. You're like taught to just grit your teeth and get on with it. And, um, you know, and you, you would just cop it from all your mates all the time. So, you know, that in itself, you know, you start to feel like doubt yourself. Um, and you don't feel like you can express yourself physically, let alone emotionally. But um, yeah, like you stuff up or if you're hurt or anything like that, you, you're just judged. And um, yeah, so like I guess like thinking about it, even just talking about it now, probably some of my self-confidence came from there because you just didn't really know how to feel or express yourself or how to be you, really. And how did you personally break away from that sort of... Because um, I think that's a really common thing that I think a lot of men in Australia experience like that. Mm. Uh, I'm going to put in quotation marks like footy culture. Mm. Uh, how did you... Or what made you want to break away from that? Uh, yeah, very good question, actually. So I, um, it took me a while to realise that using all those bodybuilding and footy as a bit of a mask... Um, I realized it took me a while to realize that I actually was depressed. Um, I, probably about five years ago, I um, started meditating and all that sort of stuff. And I sort of drifted away from that path. I did like a 10-day uh, Vipassana silent meditation retreat um, just because, I don't know, I just felt like I needed, I wasn't happy with my life and I needed something different. Um, and I was yeah, a bit depressed then. And then I sort of fell away from that and fell back into the football crowd and mate scene. And then, but then it was more recently, uh, the last couple of years that I really woke up and just, I don't know, I just realized that I just wasn't happy with where my life was and where my life was going. And I was depressed and I was eating my emotions and masking my emotions and just everything. And um, 
Yeah, and it wasn't actually till I started using those modalities of like my meditation and that that I realized that I was, I had no self-confidence and I had no self-worth and that it affected my whole life. It affected relationships, like partners, it affected my relationship with my family and my daughter and myself in particular. And um, yeah, it took me a long time to realize and, and I still, I'm still, it's a constant working process. I have a lot more self-confidence, a lot more self-worth, uh, but I still catch myself tripping up sometimes and have to remind myself how awesome I am and how much I've got to offer. A hundred percent. What about what about you, Ben? When did you, um, I guess, first kind of come into this sort of stuff? Mm. Oh, what was the original question? When did I become <laughs> self-confident? Sorry, I talked uh, too much. Not, not, not so much when did you become yeah. self-confident, but yeah. I guess when did you... Um, uh, I guess decided to start leaning into like being more comfortable like with yourself and like expressing yourself mm. um, I'd say pretty recently probably because like going on that kind of thing we talked about earlier with um, being extroverted introverted or whatever um, like I've always been outgoing I suppose but I feel like that it was perhaps like a mask, like a, a cover for things, you know? So I was just mm. acting like I was, you know? And that's why mm. I fought. That's why I fought professionally and stuff. I think, like, I was put into martial arts at a very young age. Um, and then I feel like I just did that because other people would be like, oh, that's cool. Um, I did like it. Like, I liked the movies probably more than anything, <laughs> you know? I liked watching other people like Van Damme and Bruce Lee and stuff like that and I loved like watching in that sense and obviously as a lot of men and stuff we want to be like the hero character and we're like I could definitely be that guy or like that kind of thing um, well, uh, so that obviously contributed to it as well and my dad had done some martial arts and stuff and my uncles had done some I think it was just I think it's kind of like just a man thing isn't it like it's like you're either good at football or you're of fighting and that's kind of like the main two things <laughs> and if you didn't and if you didn't have one of them um yeah i don't know you kind of just go, it's a bit strange when did you realize that i guess the concept that you just mentioned mm. of like feeling like you were wearing a mask uh was that something that you went through all of your life like kind of realizing like i'm putting on this like ex this uh, persona or mm. was it something that you just one day realized that you could take it off i think i i think i always had doubts i think i always doubted my 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 intentions so in a way i feel like i always have had some sense of more conscious or, or more awareness around my own lies I feel like I've always kind of known in a, in a way, but then I was kind of almost just like suppressed, like pushed it down. Was like, nah, this is what you need to do, and this is who who you are, and this is who you're meant to be, and all this kind of stuff. It all it, it kind of really all started to unravel when I had lost a fight. I'd, I'd won like five five or six fights or something in a row. In um, I'd won like the European Championships, and then I went pro, and then I won my first two pro fights, and then the next one I lost, and I just um, I had like a meeting with John Kavanagh, who was my coach at the time, and then afterwards, and this really prolific GAA coach um, called Kieran McGinney, um, 
So GAA is like Aussie rules, but in Ireland, or you know the one when they did a crossover. Yeah. The GAA Gaelic football is like the other one, um, and he was this like hard ass coach who's like all he gives lectures on um, like mental strength and stuff. Um, and the two of them had like a meeting with me to kind of talk about my mentality because it, in their opinion, I like didn't really, I like gave up in the fight mentally. And then it kind of just, in the, I don't think they meant to do this, but it opened up this whole like questioning, line of questioning of like, why, are, why am I fighting? And I actually couldn't find a reason. <laughs> like I literally couldn't find one. And he got me to watch, um, John told me to watch Cinderella Man. Have you seen that with Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah, Russell, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a good film. And he was like, "You need to watch that." And then, like, you'll sorry, I'm making him sound like he's really be- like he's he's definitely a, a, a smarter than I'm making him sound. But uh, it wasn't, <laughs> and it wasn't as black and gray as I'm sa- or black and white as I'm saying. But he, one of the things he recommended was to watch Cinderella Mal just to get the idea of you know his what he was fighting for was literally money for his kids and his family and stuff. Well, he says milk. I'm fighting for milk, but um. But then I just started like thinking a lot about why am I why am I doing this? And I was like, am I doing it for money? Well, no, because there's multiple other things I could be doing. Am I doing it for, you know, um, my family or something? And I'm like, no, they don't give a shit what I do. Like they'll support me no matter what I do. Am I doing it for my partner? No, she would prefer if I wasn't doing it. You know. And then I was just like, asking all these questions, and I was like, and, and what about me? Like, am I doing it because I have anger that I want to? I was like, no, nah, I'm pretty, pretty chill, like, and I don't actually enjoy hitting other people or doing any of this stuff. I was, so I just kind of unraveled and unraveled and unraveled. I was like, yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> and then it kind of culminated in a conversation with a friend of mine, Will, who still fights. He's actually fighting for a title in, in March and UAE Warriors and, uh, and Janet. And he was kind of saying to me, he's, he always knew that it wasn't for me. Um, and he'd always kind of poke at me but in, in a nice way, in a friend kind of way, like this isn't for you. But he wouldn't say that directly. He'd be like, so why? Like he'd be asking me, just just kind of asking me questions and stuff. And then he, I had a sparring session booked and he was like, uh, go in and try and kill that guy. I want to see you actually try and kill him. <laughs> you know, and he had this mentality, which is again, it's a bit too black and white and it's not always the way it is. But uh, he was like, if you can't do that, this isn't for you because this sport is, because he could see that I was starting, I'd lost then three, at that point I'd lost three fights in a row. And he could see that it was just a bad road. Like, it's a bad road. It's dangerous, you know. So if you keep losing, you're going to get injured if you're not fully in. And he could see that. So that was his way to kind of push me over the edge. So I think I I drove home thinking about, like, yeah, I don't want to do any of that. And I can't figure out my why. And I, you know, all this kind of things. And I have all these other options in life and blah, 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 blah. And then I rang him the next day and said, all right, I'm retiring. He was like, good. (laughs) That was it. And that was kind of the start for me to go. But I still was very... Uh, lost in the, I had all these reasons why I was quitting that I and I didn't tell anyone for like six months or something. I don't think I couldn't. I just couldn't bring myself to tell anyone because that was who I was. Like when I see someone, they go, "Oh, hey Ben, how's it going? When's your next fight? Last one was great." Da, 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 you know, and that was my identity. So that like sense of like loss of identity was huge. And I was like, "What am I gonna tell?" So I couldn't physically tell people for for months. They just, I'd say, oh yeah, I just got a wrist injury or something. I'll be back in a few months. Even there was, there's a butcher around the corner from my house that, for like a year and a half after I actually retired, they, st- I was still saying, oh, I'll be fighting soon. Like that, I was, so I was really clinging onto it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's funny thinking about it now, but um, that was like my identity, and I was like, and then I was like, what, what am I gonna do? Like, what's my thing, and what will my new thing be, and blah 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 blah. And then, I think uh, out of that 
confusion and loss was then when I was like, I remember that podcast with Aubrey Marcus and Joe Rogan when he was talking about ayahuasca. And I was like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe that'll be my thing, you know? And yeah, and lucky, not lucky. That's the kind of path then I went down of like real deep self inquiry, which is the first psychedelic I did was ayahuasca, which was, which was uh, men fucking mental. <laughs> but um, it uh, opened up a whole, this whole realm of, you know, um, this, this whole Pandora's box that you can't, uh, you, yeah, uh, if you know, if you've done psych psych any psychedelics, you can't really close the box once it's been opened. So, and it was only then that I kind of really gained that perspective of going, oh yeah, I was doing this my whole life for other people and not for me. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't formulate those thoughts uh, that soon after retiring. So if I was still kind of like, what am I doing? I was like, and I was just trying to figure out what I would do. Um, so that kind of opened me up to go to kind of this a bit of awareness of myself. And then since then, like that's just a tool. It's one of the tools you can use. Like you, you use meditation, which that I, I just find out, I find that really interesting that that was the start of your journey was a 10 day silence retreat. <laughs> like, cause that's as, um, yeah, that's as profound, you yeah, know? I'm old enough. Like, yeah, know. like that's, I, I would never <laughs> have done that. I was like, I just did a two day, like two day, um, like, medicine session but 10 days silent retreat is pretty yeah. heavy it's I, right I, into the right in. the ocean, man. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I just realized like i was like i was lonely and i was working a lot of night shift i'd spend the day flicking through on my phone because and i just one day i just realized i'm like this is how much i hate my own company like mm. i hated being by myself it's i was true. that desperate i joined like american chat groups because oh. i was working night shift like because so they would be up the same time i was awake and i was like one day i just clicked and i realized that's how much I hated my own company mm. and didn't want to be by myself. I'm like, and um, how did you find out about Vipassana? Like, who told you? Or um, so actually, um, so I've taken over your role. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this is the whole point. Yeah. yeah so actually, um, so what sort of like led me to like anything is I started talking to this guy, and he started talking about Joe Rogan. So I started listening to Joe Rogan. It's all Joe's fault. And then um, it's all Joe's fault. And then he like had Russell Brand on and stuff, and like, mm. that was pretty cool. But the one that really did it for me, I can't remember who it was for the life of me now. Mm. Um, I was like, I was PT. I had my own supplement store at the yeah. time, and that. Oh, cool. Um, and it, he had this bodybuilder on. I can't remember his name now. Dorian Yates, no? Yeah, yeah, Dorian oh, yeah, Yates, yeah, 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 Dorian Yates. And um, and he was talking about his like meditation experience, and he's done like DMT and that. And I was like, man, mm. like this isn't just mm. for like you know the out there spiritual guys. This mm. is for guys like, like me yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um and then i connected through the gym i connected with this guy called um tyron mowbray and um he's a he's a yogi um loves his yoga loves his like um male embodiment and all that sort of stuff i was talking to him i was like i'd never done yoga before i caught up with him i'm like Mate, i feel like i need something he's like come to my yoga class we're having a cup of tea after and he was just like talking about these things and he's listed the vipassana retreat i'm like 10 day silent retreat what's that and he's like he's like yeah he actually hadn't done it at the time i'm like man like i, f I feel like I, I need that like mm -hmm. i hate being by myself and so yeah i just looked That's it so up good. And, yeah just dove in like and it was hard it was definitely hard like i That's hadn't so heavy i hadn't really <laughs> meditated much at the time and it was like eight or ten hour days meditating mm. no phone no book you couldn't talk or look at anyone and mm. what were you saying to yourself during those 10 days like what were the conversations that you were having inside of your head oh yeah good question um for the first half it was frustration okay. because i just i couldn't meditate and um 
Um, in, a, in a traditional sense, or what you thought meditation was, or you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like because like my brain just wouldn't switch off, and then I realised like I was just, I was, just, I was getting frustrated, almost angry at myself. I'm like, you just need to like frustrate, like switch off and just like meditate. And you sit and I think the shortest session we did was like maybe an hour and a half. So you're sitting for a long time as well, like mm. um, so getting uh, sore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it got to, like, maybe three days in, and I was almost ready to quit. Like, a few guys had quit already. Um, I was almost ready to quit. And then I sat down. The only time you could talk was to the the guru or the guy, like, running it. You didn't have to book in at lunchtime to see him. Mm. I sat down with him. And I said, like, I just I just can't do it. Like, I'm not – I can't switch off. It's not working for me. And he just said, like – which, like, makes so much more sense now. I've heard it so many times now. But I'd never really heard it before, but he's just like, you're exactly where you need to be. Oh. He's like... <laughs> powerful words. <laughs> but it's, it, but it's mm. so true, though. And then he was just like, yeah, it's just like, just stop fighting it and just accept it. Like, you're exactly where you need to be. And then it was like he just flicked the switch. And the next session, um, yeah, I just accepted every, all my thoughts. And it was literally like I was trying to envision almost like picking them up and putting them in a bin. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, so, like, that was, like, mind-blowing. And then when I was by myself, like, in my room and stuff, like, yeah, it was, it was kind of weird because you didn't have a lot of time. You were by yourself, but you kind of didn't have a lot of time by yourself, like, outside of meditation. But, like, in the meditation itself, you're just sort of unpacking all the stuff you've suppressed that just kept coming up. Mm. Um, and then, like, when I was sort of by myself, like, in my room and that, I was just sort of almost replaying my life. And almost how I got to where I was, and like things. There's still a lot of negative stuff, like what I what I've done wrong over the years, what I, what I should be doing better, um, and like where I want to go, where I wanted to go from there. And I still had no idea where I wanted to go. But um, yeah, that's really cool. I think um, I think there's like a lot to unpack there. Uh, but coming back to you, Ben, for a second, uh, something that you mentioned in your story was, uh, it's still just is hanging on in my head. You made reference to like, you felt like you put on a mask. Mm. Um, and you mentioned that you, like you had some success like putting on that mask. Mm. Um, like, I think a really crucial thing here is a lot of people find success when they put on a mask or they take certain kind of actions that maybe don't always align with what they really want to do. Uh, what made you not want to just lean into that more, if that makes sense? Because I think that's, I think that's a, like the danger that I think a lot of times uh, or why people end up in uh, maybe positions in life where they do have some cognitive dissonance. Like, let's say you are, are at a footy club and you get rewarded for a certain kind of behavior, right? And that maybe that behavior doesn't sit well with you. And maybe it's not like overly uh, great, but like maybe there's like a certain level of toxicity to that behavior. Uh, what uh you know some people make the decision like no this isn't for me but some people decide to most people i think often quite decide to double down on it just because you know mm. it, it it often appeases the crowd right like mm. i think um sorry while you're I, like I'm, thinking, yeah, I'm ruminating here so um, yeah. like i like i'm very similar like i found footy was like my sort of mask and yeah, 100% feel what you're saying. And it is, like, it, you just described the footy club for, like, 90% of it. Like, um, the harder you can party, the more you're celebrated. Um, and it's just that sort of environment. But I think 
Um, what a lot of it comes down to is like some people just don't know any other way, like I think. And um, I don't know, like for me personally, I was lucky enough to have good friends around me or to, I guess, like I opened myself up to change a bit more. I don't know how much I knew I was doing that. And so then blokes like Tyron came into my life and a lot of other blokes who opened these other avenues for me and I realised this is not the path for me because I, I was very much the same. Like I, I, I felt like footy was the only thing I was good at and so I had a lot of like lack of self-confidence and self-worth and so I loved footy because, yeah, like I said, I felt it was the only thing I could was good at so I just like to immerse myself in that. And then like when you play a good game of footy and you, you win alcohol, you get like a jug and a mug and fill it up and... The culture is there, just play hard and party harder. So, but um, yeah, I don't know if that gives you some points. Mm. <laughs> Give me ben, time to think. Ben's still deep in thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think the reason why I yeah. asked that question is I think that is like at the root of why a lot of people struggle with this sort of stuff. Like maybe they do understand intrinsically that they do have certain values or they do have certain things that they. Um, maybe where they they feel that they should be going. Uh, and what I mean by that is like, uh, maybe in the nature of who they are as a human mm -hmm. or, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to phrase this like in, uh, in nice words, but like sometimes you realize that some things don't sit very well with mm -hmm. you, but we live in a world where maybe certain things like, uh, you know, um, get rewarded. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I think that quite often to, to really feel that self-confidence, and I could be wrong, like I'm not an expert in this sort of stuff, like it's quite often to like, yeah, push away from like the thing that the world is trying to tell you to do. And like, you have to go inward and like, mm. just like find what do you really like? Mm. What do you really feel? How do you, what do you really believe? Like, um, what do you think is your purpose and your mission? Like, yeah. I think I was just really tired <laughs> of, of, cause it, it, I think it takes a lot to, it takes way more energy to be the person that you're not. Mm. Well, you're playing a character, aren't you? Because you're, you're constantly, you, it's like you're constantly holding up a wall that's, mm. that's falling down on you and you're just trying to, or like, or it's like, or you're in a boat and there's all these holes popping up and you're trying to plug them all. It's like just, it's a lot of effort to constantly play a role, especially when there's, you know, stones being thrown over that wall they're going, this isn't you. This isn't you. You're like, shut up. Stop. I'm trying to hold this wall up. And they're like, this is not you. So it's, it's just, I think I was just really tired. And then that conversation that I had with my friend was honestly one of the, one of those moments where you just feel like the weight of the world lifting off your shoulders when I was like, do you know what? I'm done. And I was like, oh, this feels amazing. You know? And there's multiple ways you can analyze that as well. It could just be that I, I was relieved that I didn't have to go through the ups and downs of, you know, getting in a cage and fighting someone again. But I don't know. Yeah, I just felt tired, I guess. Tired of pretending to be someone that I didn't feel like that I was. And I didn't know who the person I was was. I still don't. <laughs> but um, I guess that comes like that you know comes down I mean? to my yeah. next question with this sort mm. of stuff. Like, what were things about... Uh, yourselves that you were surprised to discover once you maybe allowed yourself to uh, to fi to to explore that side. I didn't realize how much 
like I said, I was like very up and down, and I didn't realise um, for a stage of my life how much of a dick I was. And it's the same thing. Like I, um, I loved to drink and I loved to party. I loved to be the life of the party, um, even in school. Like I was like the class clown, and um, but it was all it was all a mask because I was insecure. So like I acted acted confident and and played this role of. Um, and it's, it's funny you say these things because like that's not how you've ever come across in my life. <laughs> yeah, right. sense. Like, yeah. No. So, like, no. not even slightly. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You've always come across as, like, <laughs> a, like overly compassionate, like, human. Yeah. Lots of well, that's that's part of my rollercoaster as well because then I realised, um, come from this high, like, ego-driven like, environment. Um, I was taught to, like, suppress my emotions and, like, I was literally told off for, like, having emotions and, like, what are you, what are you crying mm-hmm. about? Like, stop being upset and, like, as a kid and stuff. And, um, and then I went too far the other way and stepped too far into, um, like, you, you're playing roles of masculine and feminine. I stepped too far into my feminine and I was too, um, I guess, too too nice or too compassionate and didn't know how to... Le- and I guess that came from, like, my lack of self-confidence as well. Like, I didn't know how to be assertive, I guess, without being a dick. And, um, and it wasn't just... It's taken me... I was still learning to find that balance as well but yeah like and uh, yeah i guess only half remember your question to be honest but um yeah like i i realized like yeah i was i was looked back and i realized like yeah i could be a dick like the way i treated so many people whether it's like just to get a laugh or just to make myself feel better or and most of it was for show like most of it was for show like some of the stupid shit that i did was because i had footy boys egging me on and mm. like yeah like i don't know and I get even talking about it now, like I get torn with like, it's not that I'm, I have this like, I'm torn because like I'm not, I'm not proud of some of the stuff that I've done, but I also know that like all my past is what led me to here now, like with you guys and, and what we're doing. If I hadn't done that stuff and been through that stuff, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm. So. Yeah, 100%. It's all part of it. I think what you mentioned earlier in relation to the balance between uh, femininity and masculinity is uh, really important. I think that is um, that is definitely like an aspect that I think uh, I can't speak for women. I'm only going to speak for men. I think men shy away from, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes can maybe uh, I'm not sure, but I would assume create maybe some not great behaviors because. Mm maybe there is a recognition inside that there is this feminine side and you decide instead of leading into it to just run away from it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, I personally have always kind of recognized that feminine side to myself and I've probably always struggled the other way around, like with my masculine side. Um, but uh, what about you, Ben? How have you found that balance between femininity and masculinity in your life? Sorry for, sorry for all these very deep mm. introspective questions. Yeah. I should have told you this is like kind of a therapy session. No, <laughs> I, li- I like it. <laughs> you know, you're getting a, a genuine answer if someone takes a giant pause and has to think about it. So, um, so for dramatic effect. Yeah, it didn't come prepared. I've got a list of notes in front of me, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which which one will I read to him? Um, I, I've, I've never been one to really put those labels on it, I guess. So I'm still kind of coming to terms with those kind of termi- um, terminologies. Let's go with that. How, what mm. do you, what th- thoughts uh, 
get provoked. Because I know I know lots of guys who, if you say, like, are you in touch with femininity, would be mm. like, I'm not a fucking girl, or would say mm. something like mm. that, right? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not, in, it's not, uh, I'm not, a, it's not a pushing away from me in that sense. It's more just like, I don't, I've n- I don't like, hmm, now I'm psychoanalyzing myself. <laughs> um, as best I can, <laughs> I try and stay away from like labeling things, but I know that's impossible. But, um, because so I find it, it kind of confines things then to, it sets barriers around things. And then like, if you're saying I'm, so like feminine and masculine, then you like you think of the things that you would normal people would associate with feminine and masculine, and then that's kind of like well that's a woman and that's a man and that's a. But like if you, so what are the what like what would you call feminine traits? Uh, I mean, let's go with. Uh, I think often uh, a, femi- a more mm. something that would come more into the guise of uh, femininity might be things like empathy. Yeah. See, so for me, that's just like, I just think that's a necessary human trait, you know? And, and I think it is. I just think that... Um, I suppose. And I, and I could be wrong, like, mm. I don't, I'm going to say this lots of times, like, I'm not sure how right I am, but mm. from my experience, mm. women often tend to show empathy quite better than men do. I, I just sort of look at it as a... Um, it makes some things a bit more black and white for me. Mm. Like, if you put it into... Like, things are just easier... Like if they have labels, and so if if you put it into like a masculine and feminine mm. sort of category, um, I find it a bit easier for myself to distinguish, mm. if that makes sense. Okay. Um, and yeah, I agree. Like I would look at like like empathy and emotion mm. um, as more feminine. Mm. I look at like feminine traits as more like empathy and emotion. Um, it's and it sounds like all of the nicer ones are feminine. <laughs> Well, I, like I think they quite, <laughs> I think they quite <laughs> often are. I'm not gonna. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. obviously, there's things like yeah, uh, um, yeah, like assertiveness and that kind of thing that yeah, are, and, that, and that and are I also th- nice. But yeah, and I th- but I think like you know, um, and um, you know, and, and they don't have they don't have to have these like labels, right? Mm. Like we we can just call them yin and yang, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I, I think, um, and definitely not all the time, but like women tend to come from a more like emotional care like a caring kind of yeah emotional mm. caring sort of state and mm. the thinking is a lot more like emotion driven like mm. a lot of time definitely not all the time but a lot of time um and men not always correctly um yeah come can come from a more like logical okay um analytical yeah i'd say that's a safe assumption of an on an average I, i'm pretty sure i wouldn't agree yeah yeah that'd yeah. be a pretty safe assumption yeah i, w- I would yeah. Say yeah. So. so that's yeah yeah, so it makes sense then. I just don't. I just don't think about it that much. I guess mm-hmm. I don't think about it in that in using those labels. Oh, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah I, and I know. guess I'll I'll give context mm. to why I asked the question because yeah. I asked the question for maybe selfish reasons, right? Mm. So you were in a world that mm. would on, would in between brackets be like all the masculine things, right? Yeah. Like fighting, like yeah. in a cage. Um, yeah. And yeah, like regardless of like uh, labels or whatever, right? Like it's mm. like some fucking badass women that fight in the cage as well. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like a man, man yeah. or woman thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know, like, you come from that world. But then mm-hmm. also knowing you, I know that you uh, are, like, this super introspective person who, like, thinks very deeply about things, mm-hmm. as you've demonstrated <laughs> throughout this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you find that hard to balance? Um, I think that's where... that's. I think that's what kind of made me realise that... I w- 
that, that maybe it wasn't the right thing for me. But that being said, I do think that a, f a really high level fighter can exist, like a conscious fighter, if you will, could be like, part of me thinks that if I was to go back fighting now, it'd be way better <laughs> because <laughs> I have the awareness of myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. But it's just, I don't have the motivation to do it, but I still think about it sometimes. Um, I still dream about it yeah as well but i always lose in those dreams so i think, <laughs> so I think i'll stick to the filmmaking um but it's obviously something and i still <laughs> i've recently gone back to doing mma classes uh kind of training with sneaking in a little by a little bit a few guys who are fighting in you know because they asked me to kind of come in and you know oh, that's the excuse i'm terrible i'm using <laughs> anyway um and i do enjoy it for sure i'm avoiding head strikes kind of like you're delivering them or taking them? Uh, I'm avoiding get taking them yeah. and, and giving them. Um, but there's still little slaps and stuff, you know, in positional sessions and wrestling and stuff like that. There's little small slaps. Love, love taps. Love taps. Um, but I, I've, I suppose I always have been like in, in, in my fields and always like, yeah, love rom-coms, love... Um, you know, love, love a good cry, all that kind that's of stuff. That's how I know I liked you. You're like, you're, you seem like a rom-com yeah, kind of dude. I love I'm rom a rom-com kind of dude. I love, I love my rom-com. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Man. Um, I always have. Um, and I like, I, use, I love watching them. Like some, I love watching them with my mom and stuff and growing up and stuff like that. And um, I don't know if I found, yeah, how did I balance that? How did I balance that? Maybe you don't, but that's okay too. It did. It was an issue for sure because I couldn't get to that point where I go right now. I'm going to kill this person. But do you need to get to that point? Is 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 what is what that's I'm struggling there at the moment. Well, I, I think because you the the reason why I asked you is because I think mm. you have balanced them. Like you pursued oh. something that was very extreme, <laughs> like oh, <okay>. masculine, <laughs> and you happen to be <laughs> quite emotional. <laughs> like I think I think that is the balance. Does oh, that okay. make sense? I like, did it. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Um, yeah, but there was def I, 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 yeah, I would say that obviously there was a balance there, but and and sometimes it was one or the other, or, um, and that's why my fight I would I win a few, lose a few, win a few, lose a few, because I feel like I could, I was like I could like, you know, go in and out of those kind of states and be like, no, this is I'm, I'm the macho guy now, and I don't care about this and I don't care about that and whatever, but it's not the way it should be, you know. And I guess that brings me to my next question, mm. which is. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like maybe like a bit of a controversial one, but what mm. do you think? <coughs> what do you think of uh, how men are in society at this time and how they're perceived, and how we can be better or can lean more into ourselves? Then there are no right <laughs> or wrong answers. Yeah. And maybe to, well, to facilitate this conversation, like, uh, look, I feel like we live in, like, um, you know, really, uh, we live in a time where we really are analyzing language mm -hmm. and yep. we are really trying to dissect what we say, what it means, and mm. how it will uh, be perceived and be affected. Mm. And I think that's fine, uh, but I think there's always, like, an element of, like, uh, like, regardless of how much we want to dissect the thing, like the thing still just is. Mm. And uh, like I grew up, I guess, surrounded like a lot of uh, women. So I have always had like lots of respect towards them. And, uh, you know, I guess growing up, I definitely noticed that like some like 
people that I hung around with like didn't have that same sort of respect and mm. you know like I uh, you know I guess you could label some of those things like toxic masculinity mm. um, but at the same time I also really see the value in what it means to be a man um, or what I think it means to be a man mm. I, prefer, I don't know I don't know I know how I feel about like toxic masculinity. I think yeah, so people I don't like that. Yeah, it does exist. Un, un, I think unhealthy. 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 Yeah, toxic is such a toxic word. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is in itself yeah. a toxic word. I know what you mean though. But yeah, like I think, I think a lot of men are just lost. I think there's like, and you know, I'm only speaking obviously from my own experience and like the men that I've seen around me. But I feel like, like myself and like a lot of men just feel lost. You get confused how we're supposed to act and like society sort of says one thing was supposed to be one way and then your culture says another thing like you know boys don't boys don't cry like that's yeah like boys don't cry we're tough one. and yeah men go out and like it's obviously very different now but it's still there's still elements there like men go out and they're the, they're the workers they're, yeah. they they work and they bring home the money and you know back in the day obviously the the wife stayed at home and cooked and and cleaned and and stuff and then and then i think um i think men just get like as a general word they just get lost like then you know because then you've got that power balance as well like women are obviously a lot more like equal and in in the workforce more and then and then i feel like some men lose their feel like they lose their masculinity a little bit um i, I feel think a bit demasculated if, and you, if you don't do that stuff is if you're not if you're falling down in one of those areas then this is something i saw recent some Instagram thing it was like if you don't provide and if you're not you know so say something happens you lose your job or your partner is a bit more dominant than you or something like that then then you start questioning yourself then then you're like oh now I'm not a man and mm. then all this kind of weird, weird stuff ensues as well like and like all this stuff relates to each other and I think that's why I think these conversations are worth having and worth dissecting because like Look, if we want to get to the end, of the end of the conversation, it's mm. like you are enough. You like you can yes. just be, yeah, and like yeah. none of this other shit matters. Like just yeah. if you if you go to there and you realize that, mm. like you can work backwards and like not have to like feel like you need to fall into like categories. And mm. but that's a really far deep mm. discussion where most people are not. Like mm. most mm. people are mm. at like well, what I do, like regardless of like you know how your images look right like it just comes to really basic stuff like a lot of people choose jobs just because of like what they think that will mean yeah. to the world like mm -hmm. what, is, what does that signal like you know people choose like certain prof definitely choose certain professions like lawyers and things like that like because of you know uh, positions yeah. of power and stuff like that more so than because driven. yeah m more so than just purely uh, because they happen to be like really excited about that thing mm. Mm. Yeah. not always the case but definitely part of part of it yeah. yeah, and I definitely found myself in that position. Like I felt like I needed to chase a title and yeah. and chase um, yeah something. Yeah, like I felt like you know I didn't have very much at all growing up, and and so I, I felt like I wanted I was almost ashamed of like sort of where I come from. So I wanted to be I wanted to be better than that, and um, and I was I was chasing the title, chasing the label. I wanted money. I would wanted to look nice, mm. dress nice, and, and just have an appearance about myself yeah i mean and you do look very nice just uh, yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> but I, I suppose yeah like in a really broad kind of sense like even if you look at a movie like a successful man in a movie has like a really high paying job he has his car he's mm. like pro he's the provider he's this he's that he's all these things that are are 
and that's kind of the idea of the you know Superman kind of thing, mm. I guess. But um, maybe that's where the pressure lies in us being like, oh, I have to do that. Or there is this definitely a narrative of like you have to grind and you have to do this and you have to be successful and you have to do and like even that's still apparent even with people like a Gary Vaynerchuk there and just seen his book there like that like that in that's not always healthy as well you know because mm-hmm. well like th- then you're like right but if I'm not if I'm not doing that if I'm not getting up at 4am every day and not then I'm a piece of shit yeah am yeah. I you know so it's a, it's a bit of a weird yeah and I th- well that's where I think like balance comes in because mm. even like you know you look at like Elon Musk like I heard him on mm. like Jerry and what is he, yeah. he sleeps like four hours yeah. a night or something and there's a lot of like you know and I used to follow that stuff especially when I was in the fitness industry and, yeah. and stuff like I used to follow all that stuff and like now nah, you've, you've just got to grind it out like you know um, I you remember like listening to some motivational thing and like it was about like 50 cent it was when he like did his uh, movie uh, I can't even remember what it's called now Get Richard yeah that's try. it yeah mm. <laughs> and he's yeah, and he's, he's talking about like you know he he uh, acted in it he like produced it he did the music for it and like he was in a press conference and someone was like when do you sleep and he's like oh, why would I be sleeping like I got the opportunity to make a dream become a reality and I think like you said like I think it's definitely like you got to work for what you want it's not just going to fall in your lap mm. but but it's about balance as well and you don't need to just drive yourself into the ground and you don't need to being <laughs> successful and all that isn't isn't the be all and end all yeah it's, it's just a d- no, it's, it's a it's a really not. deep one <laughs> it is i mean it is deep. because it goes into like why is he doing that is he doing that for actually for himself or is he doing that because he thinks that that's what he needs to do chasing a title so, or so other people or, yeah. go that guy is successful mm. you know so there's so many levels to it and it's just well you can go even deeper like what's what's mm. success like everyone's version of success can be different like is it well, we can go super deep and we can talk about the concept of self and then that it doesn't exist if you want to go that deep <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we will exactly we will 100% go that deep but we're just no, going to take a small no. break please don't I'm going he- to come back <laughs> I've got a headache uh, from the past few days of thinking about it I don't want to <laughs> do it No, I'm just. Are you ready for deep, deep questions? Oh, yeah. Go ask Josiah first. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Um, <coughs> we are back. We, if this was a pool, we are not quite at the deepest end of the pool. Mm. We're like in the area where you can't. Well, you might be able to. I'm really short, so like my tippy toes don't touch. <laughs> don't touch it. You're probably like your nipples are out and stuff. Like <laughs> most of your upper body His is nipples free. Are out, like. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were discussing uh, oh, no. masculine and femininity mm. and what it means to be a man in today's world. Mm. Uh, yeah. My next question, and to both of you, is what does it mean to be a primal man? Mm. Mm. So I'll, s- I'll sort of view it as, um, again, coming back to like having balance, but the problem with men, like, like we were saying earlier, like men, you know, used to be the provider, they were always like the hunter and the gatherer. And I think no matter how society changes, we still have that blood in us and we still have that like primal ancestral blood in us. And we want to, everyone's form of prior primitive state is different, but, um, the core sense of like hunting and gathering that primal nature is I, I believe is within every man and we sort of hide that with 
modern technology and sit in front of screens and stuff. And I, and I, and I honestly believe that's partly why some men feel lost because they don't have that healthy masculinity, that outlet. And so instead of, you know, they're not supposed to be sitting in front of the screen or, or like that all the time. Because like I said, we're built for like hunting and gathering. So then they don't have that healthy outlet. So instead they drink or do drugs or fight not not fight but like you know yeah. like pick fights with other other guys or women or or whatever like out yeah even in clubs or yeah or like just or, just yeah. to feed that fuel that testosterone because yeah. you need to drive that testosterone like it's yeah just naturally in in men but it's about having that healthy outlet and mm. and fueling in it in a healthy way there is so much to that um, like I'm obviously biased. I am in the fitness industry, but we there is so much like to we are just designed to move and we are mm. designed to like fully experience what it means to be in this body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna go like a little bit hippie with this, but like, yeah, like when you become in touch with yourself, whether it be through um, like moving your body through space or whether it be lifting objects or it be like being physical with another human, like mm. with you know like wrestling or fighting. Or even, like, learning to, like, move to the rhythm of something with dance. Mm-hmm. Like, there is something, like, you find freedom in mm. in that. And you learn to realize that, yes, there is all of this thing, been like, built up inside of you. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, these super healthy outlets for it. Like, yeah. I fucking love training. And that's because there's, like, a lot of something in me that just, like, I need to get out. I need love dancing. And I, lo- I love all phys- like yeah, I love all I love physics. fighting. I love like jujitsu. I love like yeah. dan- like anything that's movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and for years growing up, like I was a musician, and I would uh, take the release that through the creative outlet that was music. But when that eventually, you know, got tainted for me for whatever reason, like I was like, I need to release this some like in a different way. And and finding movement was this super. Uh, like enriching experience and I see that with people like people come in all the time into a gym and they realize like wow like this feels like really good and I was like I I know like it's free it's like it's it's here for you like yeah it's it's within you Mm -hmm. and you for I I forget I don't know if you if you guys get it because my in in my circle uh, the men are more um, you know conscious in that sense and this is just going back to the question earlier about how I see the men in the world. The, uh, most men I know will talk about their emotions, talk about their feelings, all this kind of stuff, and um, it's kind of almost becoming the norm in that sense. But I know that that's not the world. In the same way that most of the men I know are like lifting something or hitting something, or they're you know they're doing something physical, or whether it's like rock climbing or this, it's like most people I know do something, or it could be running, or it could be. But I forget that that's not normal. Like, and for some people when they do they come into your gym and they do a bit of exercise, they go, whoa, this feels good. And you go, like, yeah, obviously, <laughs> it feels good. What, what what have you been doing, like, kind of thing? But it's so obvious for, because I grew up in the fighting and stuff like that, and you have always been fitness, and you've always been in, uh, in bodybuilding and footy and stuff like that, so it's just, like, normal. But I think um, a, a giant proportion of society, of men in society, don't, just don't do it. Like, it's just not normal for them to, like, move and lift stuff and... Yeah. Thing. And it's almost become, not suppressed, but like forgotten almost, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're like, oh, I just go to my office and I do my computer and I do this and I do that. And then and I get money and I go home and then I just, I'm too tired then. And I go sleep and then and they're, they're forgetting all the fun stuff like the tribal, like the primal stuff, which is not just like uh, macho-y stuff, but also, yeah, I think dancing and singing and stuff. Because heaps of the old uh, tribes and stuff like that would be, um, I met uh, a woman 
recently I interviewed her for a video. Uh, she's a, a poet, Aboriginal poet called Ali Cobby Eckerman. She lives up in Kulunga. And um, <coughs> she went on her own spiritual vision quest, but it was 10 years long in the desert. And yeah, well. uh, lived with, um, I forget the name of the, but it's basically like the Australian version of shamans. But I forget the name of the people. But she said that like all they do is just dance and sing and um, that's the tradition. That's like the primal kind of tradition is just mm. to be moving all the time and singing all the time and kind of, and speaking. <coughs> she said they would speak only in terms of we rather than I. So mm. it was a very collective tribal kind of community um, narrative that they'd have where it would be like today we will do this so that we can Blah, 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 you know, mm. uh, it was very like in that sense. I think that's for me. That's where the whole what com where the whole primal kind of thing comes I really into it. Is it's it's like healthy to, to retouch or to touch back into those things. Um, whereas, yeah, in maybe people think that it's not. Maybe people think that they've evolved and they just need to be in the metaverse or something. I don't know. Mm. Uh, well, let let's delve into the aspect of. Uh, you know this concept of community right mm. so like a tribe uh, like yeah a like tribe. a tribe or even, you know even let's go into something that everyone can relate to right like mm. this concept of family mm. right like it's uh something that we all come from it's yeah. it's something that everybody whether you want to create your own family family or you want to belong to a family mm. whether it's by blood or friends or whatever mm. like that is like a super powerful feeling and yeah. um we all crave it yeah like, oh, you can see it in a in a re for a really basic example uh, football, they're like, oh, we scored ten, like we won the match this year. Like, I know it's like, like there's like a collective mm. we yeah. because you support the team. So like we all want it, we all crave connection and community and tribe. But maybe we don't, maybe don't call it that. But you know what I mean? It's um, it's inherent in us. It's and there there is and there is power in numbers <laughs> as opposed to like yeah. what you can do, <coughs> like mm. uh, on your and own. That's what it is. Yeah. That's that's what it, it's safety. Mm. That's why we. That's I think biologically, historically, that is why we. Because like I'm out in the desert by myself, probably gonna die. <laughs> if I have like 149 other people around me, might be okay. You know. A hundred percent. It's a survival instinct. Yeah. Mm. So it's like we have that in us to want to belong to something, and I think that's obviously a good. It's a good thing. Yeah. But then having awareness then it's when you have the yin and the, like you mentioned the yin and yang earlier of like being able to sit with yourself as really comfortably like uh, having done all the work on yourself like in Vipassana and go mm. I'm okay sitting here by myself but also it's kind of nice belonging to this tribe as well it's like a bit yeah, of both isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's, like, it's like having an awareness of, of uh, the importance of both of them I, I guess and, that, and that's what I was going to say mm. like you know it's become um, very westernized I guess because like yeah like we grew up like in in tribes and well not we but like you know me, our me and you yeah. remember our tribe <laughs> <laughs> that should <laughs> well, I don't know what that I'm gonna get in trouble for that one but um yeah. but yeah no like we we like you know our ancestors did um but you look back in like in the indigenous cultures like um like we were saying earlier like I think it was off air but like yeah it was and we were talking about how like you know um your initiation process was to go off into the forest and and have your own like vision quest and you sort of had to survive and and so they had that balance of being able to be alone and and mm. fend for themselves and be with themselves mm. or um or with the tribe yeah. yeah but then they could come back as a collective yeah. and it, and in, in be the together and work together and 
it's that b balance, I guess, of um, having that tribe and that support, but I guess not fundamentally not needing and relying on on that support, if that makes mm, sense. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's like mm. you want it, but you don't want to rely on it fully. It's kind of a strange one. Like, so you, you've got them there, you've got that safety net, yeah. but if you get stuck out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. like you... It's like having insurance. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you want it, but you don't want to have to use yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, you don't want to rely it's on there it. It's there if you need it. Just in case. Yeah, it's funny. In the, we, we went to Tanzania, um, and uh, there we encountered the Maasai tribe there and stuff, um, and they're just they're completely li live, like they're, how, how do I describe it? Like they're just... They don't do anything modern. Like they just, yep. they're yeah. And uh, their initiation for the for the, the men is when they're like twelve, uh, thirteen or something. They have to go kill a lion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then they also get circumcised and then uh, and then when they carry a stick, that's when you know that they've kind of passed their kind of initiation. I don't know if there's any plant medicines or anything involved in it, but um, yeah, just I think there's all like that rite of passage is pretty prevalent in most kind of tribes isn't it yeah yeah i mean uh, i think we still ha probably have certain rites of passage in life but yeah i think mm. yeah i think now it's like getting an iphone <laughs> <laughs> like a right do we have a rite of passage growing up like with, uh, having a drink it was a big one in yeah Ireland. well i was yeah. Yeah, 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 i think yeah, alcohol yeah. was mm. you know there's uh there's yeah, a lot of you know dri driving like being able to have that mm. sort of okay. self-independence yeah, there's a lot of um, unhealthy <laughs> well, that, that's as what well. I, that like, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Like, the, the concept is, is good, but I guess yeah. how it's been applied. Yeah, like, you know, you look at, like, um, you know, especially, like, again, like, from a footy, footy culture. Mm. Like, um, yeah, you always, like, I guess, like, initiation processes into, like, you know, if you're a newbie coming in mm. or, like, especially if we're going on a footy trip, um, like, yeah, he doesn't want to tell us. He's like, should I say this? Uh, well, I remember, tell like, I, more, I was like, you know, going on like one footy trip while driving to um, oh, unknown, I unknown location. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't even remember now. Um, <laughs> was it Mildura? I think it was Mildura. I think we're driving to Mildura on a bus. And the first guy, the guys that had never been on a footy trip before, they had to wear L plates around the neck the whole footy trip. And they had the shittest jobs. Like we we weren't. Like I think we stopped once on the way to Mildura, and we were just like taking a piece in like milk cartons and stuff. And the L platers had to like empty them and stuff, and like just Weird stupid things, shit yeah. like that. Like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Like, weird, yeah. like you look. I guess like you know. Again, like it comes back to a bit of like an ego-driven like superiority thing like uh, like that's definitely yeah. unhealthy initiation Look, I, there yeah no, I, I understand that. You've and taken I sacred things and ruined them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do think there is all that like you know like we expressed all throughout this like um people have all this energy or something bent up in them and then they mm. just find all these really strange outlets to mm. like to, to release it uh one of the things that i wanted to bring back and just hear your thoughts on it um it's like a really basic thing but i think there's so much to it right like uh like I think there's just something really primal and something that everyone can access, and not just like men, like any, mm. like anyone, mm. men, women, whatever. Like, yep. uh, like, like just in wrestling. Yeah. And I don't mean like mm. wrestling, like the sport of wrestling, but just yeah. like the act of wrestling yeah, with another. Yeah. yeah, like there's something that just happens, right? Like about yeah. ba barriers that exist. Just get eliminated, right? Yeah. Like, because you're up close and personal. I yeah, guess, yeah, and yeah. like and and boundary, like really 
boundaries are just very naturally set, right? Yeah. And like this is like, you know, it's like a game. Like we all do it when we're younger, right? Like yeah. you want to wrestle someone. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you just don't enough. you don't want to hurt yeah. them, like, but no. you want to just like say like. Yeah, just, just, just something. We there. just want to hug you and just hug you so much that yeah. put you down on the ground. Yeah. And then I want you to try and do the yeah. same thing to me. Struggle, yeah. cuddle. Struggle, yeah. struggle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, struggle, cuddle, yeah. That's what it is. It, there must be, yeah, because, and that's why I, I thought it'd be really cool to incorporate it in in our thi- in our ev- events or gatherings. Um, because I just think it's, yeah, really good at breaking down those barriers straight away, like getting you guys carrying each other and, um, you know, dragging them, dragging each other along. And it's just, and then a bit of wrestling. And I think eventually, like, yeah, a bit of competition as well. A bit of he- competition is healthy too, like, you know. Um, well, uh, you know, there's so much about the ego in, in, in terms of all of this, mm. right? Like, mm. because people develop really unhealthy egos that need to be beaten a little bit. Yeah. But then some people need to develop an ego mm-hmm. to have them, yes. you know, like, and you can find both of those things quite often in the uh, examination and your... Uh, working through something like that yeah that's mm. a great observation mm. yeah and, th- and i guess that's sort of what we're trying to i was going to say create but like i guess bring out or show is mm. is that balance you know because there are there's guys who do have an unhealthy ego and and yeah i was gonna say need to be checked a bit but not need to be checked but they, they don't understand how like it, yeah, balanced it's it's it is okay to like especially like like I said like you know growing up and around footy like you know it's in the high levels it's a little bit more norm now like people are coming out more and saying like I'm depressed or like you know this is how, how I'm feeling but I feel like in the low levels it's still like it hasn't definitely hasn't reached that point and you know it's you wouldn't just rock up and go go like hey guys I've feel like shit like you know i'm de- i'm depressed like you know i've been drinking every night like it's just seen as weakness yeah just uh, suck it up you'll be right we've got a game yeah. on saturday or i suppose just know, changing so. that narrative i can see i think i can see that narrative changing a little bit even with companies that i know mm. like where they're now having like corporate wellness protocols and mm. diff- like you can and they have mental health days as well as sick days. Like I've heard of, I've, I know people who have been like, oh, I'm taking a mental health day and that's just, that's an actual, that's the language they're using in the company and stuff. Yeah. I think it is becoming a bit more, I don't yeah. know though, I have no idea. But yeah. um, I'm hearing more of it, but that could also be because it's being curated for me. Because and yours, your circles and who you sort exactly. of, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think that it's like groups like, like work, like our, I don't want to say ours, you know what I mean? Like the thing, doing this kind of work, yeah, I think, is important to change that narrative mm. in, in in the broader scheme of things, so that it's okay if someone does come in and go, "Lads, I'm feeling a bit shit," and then, and then it, what happens? It what, what ideally what happens is instead of the guys going, "Oh Jesus, what's fucking wrong with Josiah?" Mm. They're like, you know, go to a therapist. It's like they go, "All right, well, sit down and tell me about it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it becomes like normal then to go, "Let's hear about it." Which yeah. I think is kind of like tribal and primal stuff. They go, mm. "What's wrong, brother?" And then you go, "Well, this." And then they go, "Okay." Yeah, because some people just like just genuinely haven't had someone who will take the time to sit down and listen with them. Yeah. But then, yeah, like you were saying as well. On the flip side, there's some some guys who, like I said, like stepped too far into my feminine or my yep. you know um, didn't have that sort of ego base, and and they need to get in touch with that sort of primal root mm. a bit more and 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 be be able to be more assertive and be able to just have that confidence in themselves. And I think a lot of it comes down to 
not always, but I think a lot of it comes down to like a lack of self-confidence and, and self-worth and being able to find that healthy ego and that, and that assertiveness to be able to, you know, yeah. have that confidence in themselves and to follow through with stuff. And, and so, yeah, I think that's what we're saying. Like, it's all about balance. Like I really like that concept of, like, you both said it there, like a, like a healthy ego. That's great. Because ego is usually considered to be a bad thing. Mm. Well, I think well you have. It's not. It's not necessarily not, like. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not. You like. Well, you, you need an ego. You need an ego. Yeah, it's like it's like your it's like your the way you navigate the world or the way you interface with the world or something almost. Um, but um, Th- that's nice. Yeah, but and it does come back to like you said about the masculine feminine because yeah, there's some guys who, yeah, maybe they haven't done a bit of wrestling and and then when they do it, they go w- like like it's like, like, like at our uh, event recently, they they're like, whoa, that's so fun. Like l- most of them who hadn't done anything like that before were just like that was just that just felt great. I don't know, mm. and it's not you can't even really put words on it. Like it just felt awesome. Mm. And then there, you know you get th- all the dopamine release and you get all this testosterone coming around. You like, um, and then yeah, maybe then the having the more feminine to put the label on them, like aspects of it, um, then to balance the people who may be too much in the testosterone place. Mm. So it does make it does make sense in that sense to have feminine masculine. That now it all makes sense to me, Josiah. We've all learned something today. I'm not sure how, how much exposure you both have had to dancing, but yeah. that was one of the things that I know that to me uh, is one thing that I really enjoyed about dancing mm-hmm. is that it is a activity that requires you to really um, delve into both. Uh, aspects like your masculinity and your femininity mm. like mm-hmm. mm. you need to have the assertiveness of um, look I think this is I've s- and I've spoken about this like in the past like with girls like um, you know whether you're like it's uh, male female dancing together like there's this when you're dancing with someone and a partner like somebody has to take the lead mm. okay somebody has to follow like and it just like it's this that's how it works it's just like a, like very clear set roles and uh, for you to be a good leader like you have to like be confident like somebody who's unconfident like yeah. can't can't lead in that position very mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and uh quite often like the uh the follower doesn't um yeah just re- won't respond very well okay uh, to somebody who's not leading well but at the same time you have to totally like delve into like your femininity to be good at dancing like mm. you have to learn to completely be okay with like moving your hips certain yeah, ways. just and just completely them, expressing yeah. yourself like expressing like yourself, freely yeah. like just being like okay with like i just move like and i can yeah, move and it's powerful. and like taking away judgment from like how your movement is happening mm. and like yeah dance is something that's just it's available to everyone right like you know but and it's so it's free and it's there and it's and it's you, it, and it, you know it's like you you hear a beat like yeah you, you might hear a beat, but I struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was reggaeton. You know, that was reggaeton. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, see? yeah. Uh, you know, like you just your body wants to do something to right. It's so true. Like yeah, kid. Like I I watch like uh, our friend's kid. Like he's like two, and it's just any they, like they break e- it down. E- even if you just go, da, 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 he goes like mm, mm, and starts moving and <laughs> puts his hand up in the air, and it's like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah it's yeah. just in us. And the same thing like the wrestling. It's all this stuff that is in us primarily i'm gonna keep using that word now um no but i 100 and that's kind of what i was ref- making yes, reference to yes. earlier like if you could just eventually at the end of the day it's like mm. just be like you had everything you needed mm. to when you first came out 
like into this world like it's like the world tries to teach you other things and yeah. you have to just unlearn to like yeah you know your confidence is found in like it's just true. realizing why, why like, are you dancing who, that's yeah. only girls dance or something like that you, it, all it takes is one comment when you're a kid yeah yeah, yeah or yeah. I'm, i remember my brother i was just singing in my headphones one day and my brother came in and was like you should get some singing lessons and like i think that's what made me just really unconfident about singing yeah i was, that yeah, was yeah. super young and i still remember the exact moment like you know um He's dead now. Now I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I killed him when he said that to me. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got a dark humor. <laughs> He's not dead. He's probably listening. He's not dead. It's okay. Everything is uh, all good. Killer joke, Ben. Killer yeah, joke. Killer joke. Yeah. If he was, I'd be jealous of him. <laughs> probably pretty nice. Um, <laughs> but no, like I was, I was very similar. Like I used to like again, like put on a mask and take the piss when I was singing because I felt like I was a shit singer. And it's only been like now, like my current partner Susanna, like she's like. Why do you sing like a dickhead sometimes? Like, you actually can half sing. Like, you yeah. sound better when you actually sort of try and sing. And now, like, I don't ah. care. Like, I just sing. And and going back to what you were saying, like, um, I had so much to say about everything you were going on. Like, from my small exposure to dance that um, you exposed me to and that, like, you definitely have to be, like, in tune. Like, yeah, you have to have that um, confidence to lead, but you have to be in tune with your partner as well and pick up them and like i guess like their the way they're feeling they're moving as well to like predict you know how you're going to move them and and stuff as well and um there was something else i was going to say present okay. probably you got to be very present yeah yeah, I guess, yeah yeah and and what you're saying about like society changing go back to like you're from a fitness background as well go back to i remember like i used to always you look at like a baby you're like a kid squat and they always squat like naturally like how you're supposed to yeah, and then over, over time you know the way we change in society and for whatever reason we lose that technique and it's the same with, with everything yeah you look at how how free kids are and they just want to dance and sing and have fun and, and i think sometimes even swimming we take i think don't, can't babies swim straight away as well yeah yeah they have that natural yeah. swimming instinct that's why they're supposed to go in the water like mm pretty early on and then I'm just gonna throw this out there do not on. throw your babies just to swim this is all in a controlled <laughs> environment can you, can you all check for me and very, write, very, write, very, write me an email very, and let very me know shallow pool. <laughs> write me an email let me know if your baby can swim um, yeah. <laughs> no I know I know exactly what you're saying yeah I think I think we all um, I mean that, that's my theory anyway I think we come out uh like as we're as we're meant to and I don't mean like quite as a baby but I think quite often some of the people that I've found the most pleasant to be around are people who feel really comfortable with themselves mm -hmm. and they're not often they're not always like people who are confident or like extroverted it's just people who like they figure out who they are mm -hmm. and they just are happy to sit in that like yeah. I always give this example I always think about like uh, we all probably have like I'm going to – I don't care if I offend someone. <laughs> like, we all have, like, a mate who's probably, like, uh, maybe, like, overweight and he's just always been happy to take his shirt off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like – and he just owns it. Yeah, and like yeah, love he, it. Yeah, and he's I just, like – yeah, and there's, there's, like, always that one person who's just, like, yeah, like, I'm who I am. Like, yeah. I don't care. And then you don't care because he doesn't care. It gives you confidence. Yes, exactly. Like the, like the person who just dances like, at weddings but can't really dance. But yes. they just keep going. You're, like – I want to be Maybe that I could do it. <laughs> I want to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, Gives you this kind that of energy. That is, like, those people are often, like, the best to be around because yeah. they, like, they're not emanating those insecurities, no. right? Like, they're just like, well, this is this is what I got. 
Yeah. And, that, and the irony of it is, like, to connect, like, with humans, that's all you often have to do. Like, you have to learn to be more of who you are mm. instead of trying to be, like, this cool image of, of whatever that cool is in whatever group you hang around in. And we all do it, right? Like, yeah, people, people will attract themselves to, like, particular groups that they think they might best fit in, right? Mm. Like, if you're, like, a little bit alternative when you're younger, you might want to gravitate towards, like, the punk rockers if you're maybe athletically Showing gifted. Your age now. Pardon? You're showing your yeah, age, punk rockers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think there's punk rockers anymore. <laughs> if you're athletically gifted, you might, you know, be more of a jock, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. And you um, sorry, you go. No, you go. No, you go. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> di- I'm gonna divert the topic. Mm. Yeah, no, I was, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, hundred percent agree, and um. Yeah, we do, and like we sort of like again, like going back to like what we were saying at the start, like we sort of change to what we think like society tells us we should be or how we should act or or behave and and forget our natural instincts of just that inner child and just just be who you are and just have fun and enjoy it and in, and embrace it. Mm. You guys utilized. Uh, two other tools that I think we'll talk uh, before we wrap this up uh, at your gathering. Um, oh yeah. One of them was breathing, mm-hmm. and the other one was the element of ice. Uh, what roles do you think those things can help and uh, allow to facilitate to helping people get more in touch with their primal side? I have my thoughts on that sort of stuff, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I... Um that's funny. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts because I actually use it a little bit more um, going the other way. So I use I use the breath to sort of calm down and come back like in and more in touch with my emotions and um, I guess my if we're going to label it like my feminine <laughs> sort of side. Um, and I think they both have once you've learnt to sort of control them and understand them. I think the breath is the most underrated tool that we have mm. like we breathe we're breathing right now but we don't acknowledge it and we don't control it like we just breathe like naturally but as soon as we learn to control it it can balance like any any situation um and the same with the ice bath as well like your your natural instinct is to to tense up and to to almost freak out and maybe even like hyperventilate and you sort of lose control a little bit but the the concept of that is if you can calm down your breathing calm yourself down and your thoughts in the ice bath then when you're about to go on stage to talk or you're about to meet your first date or whatever it is that gets you anxious or get you gets you worked up you can come back to that place again and come back to that breath or come back and know and also again i don't so don't want to digress too much and go too deep. No but digress. Uh, this um, is, that's why I do podcasts to digress. <laughs> so like you know, but even like the more you do those things, you more you learn about yourself and you start to notice that, you know, like oh, like my my shoulders are really tense when I'm in the ice bath, or like you know, or like the, the two main things, the three probably is you clench your jaw, like you you bring your shoulders up your traps and you and you <laughs> clench your ass. And, um, my balls are also clenching. <laughs> <laughs> But um, <laughs> like as uh, you know, as soon as you n- notice those traits, you can sort of you notice those in the ice bath, or you notice them when you're like breathing or trying to meditate or relax, and then you can come back to those when you're in those high stress, high anxious like situations, and you can just sort of 
like like we did on that day, do a bit of a body scan and mm. realise, oh, my jaw's clenched, my shoulder's, you know, my ass is clenched. Just sort of relax yourself a little bit, come back to that breath and then sort of calm, you, calm yourself down that little bit. And, you know, and especially like when you're in the ice bath, like the, the breathing technique is to bring that the parasympathetic nervous system to to calm yourself down and to release those chemicals to mellow yourself out a little bit instead of just being like highly anxious and i even like talk to it like you know when you get out of bed in winter like you you're all tense and stuff and i, I even try and notice that in myself as well and just try and relax myself and the more i find the more i'm in those practices the generally calmer i am and when i sort of step away from them and and forget those modalities sometimes i seem to be high, more highly anxious and more stressed out. And mm. Mm. I think the cold brings you out of your head and into your body, I think, which is, for me, that's the main benefit of it, mm. as well as bin building mental resilience because you know it's difficult, but yeah, you yeah, still yeah. do it. So just I think, it's, I think it's important for not just men, but everyone to do, to do more difficult stuff because I think it's just mental resilience is, is super important so that then those everyday scenarios you're talking about, you are more calm in those scenarios, you know? Mm. Um, so that you know, the ev those kind of stresses don't seem as grand as as you don't. You're not turning mountains or molehills into mountains. You know, you're going. It's actually fine. Mm. You know. Yeah, that I guess that's how I've always seen things. Like, that's my main thing with an ice bath. It's like this is this thing that's um, uncomfortable, mm. but also, yeah, it's one of those things where like the trick to it is like just kind of like, like relaxing okay, just like breathe just and like go um like you okay. have to let go to like you have to accept the situation yeah you, you do yeah. you have to be like this is where i'm at mm. like yeah um like i'm the coolest cat here unless there's yeah. another cat uh, outside the and that's <laughs> a great if you can actually do that in if you did that if you did that every moment of your life you'd be an enlightened 100%. being you know you'd mm. be you'd um you know th there's this thing uh it's probably one of those quotes that um, I'm not, I don't know if I can say the quote properly, but when you're in a really shit moment in life, right? Like one of the beauties of it is that a lot of the times they can only really go up. Like mm -hmm. when you're down, like especially if you're really down, you've really felt like you've hit rock bottom and in a lot of situations, like the joy is like, well, generally what's gonna come can often be better. And it's that realization that like, um, we we let we can let uh, single moments like uh, become so much more than than what they are, mm -hmm. uh, you know. And when you put yourself in situations like the ice bath, like yeah. uh, or whatever that uncomfortable thing is for you, like some people like really love the cold. You know, for them it might be the opposite, it might be mm -hmm. a sauna or, or whatever it is. Like it could be just like even like running. You know, when you hit that point where you go, I want to stop now, and you mm. don't. Yeah, like it's yeah. just all those uncomfortable things. Mm. Yeah, know. of course. I always stop when I'm running. But, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's just yeah, finding comfort. Uh, everyone's heard this before. You know, get comfortable and you're comfortable. You know, but it's yeah. I suppose you don't really get it until you do it. Mm. And then you see the benefits of it, and then everything in life, yeah, just becomes a bit lighter. I think. Yeah. A bit, bit more manageable. What I, What I like about like both of them is like hundred percent that, and then what I find with like my meditation and my and my breath work, mm -hmm. it does um, bring stuff up 
as well, like stuff that you've like buried deeper down that you can unpack. So like some of the other stuff can be used as a bit of a masking mm. tool as well to like cover up, yep. cover up some of your stuff that you got buried down. And um, but you know when you're sitting there meditating, like yeah. that's that's when stuff comes up. You got you're not doing anything else to distract you or even like your breath. Um, you know, you, but that's when, again, you accept the situation for what it is. And, and that's one of the biggest things, that is the biggest thing that's taught me in life is things are coming up while I'm meditating because it needs to come up, yeah. you know, because I've obviously buried it down or I haven't dealt with it or, or whatever it is. There's a reason why it's coming up while I'm in that situation. And it's the same thing. Like, oh, like, you know, oh, man, I might have just got fired yesterday, but there's a reason, you know reason you got fired that obviously that job was wasn't the one for you maybe like a high paying job's coming maybe you're the next job you're going to meet the love of your life or your best mate or you know like i just i from that like i genuinely believe that everything happens for a reason and i found those modalities have helped me to just sort of see the situation for what it is you still forget that sometimes but it's easier to bring yourself back and remind yourself that you know this is this has come up or i'm in this situation for a reason and the more you, I find the more you, like you said, accept it and accept that's that's where you're at. The sort of, maybe it's just a feeling, maybe it just feels like it goes quicker, but I feel like it doesn't doesn't last as long. As, and you find that reasoning of why you're in that situation or why it's happening. And and that's that's what I found. That's what the especially the breath work and meditation for me. And then, yeah, like we're saying, things like the ice bath and stuff just helps you sort of calm down and, and bring you to that level and, know that yeah like you can you can get that through that situation yeah 100 percent. now if people heard all this sort of stuff and they would like to come to the next gathering how can they uh find out more information about it yeah so we're on um instagram mm -hmm. the dot primal man mm -hmm. and uh yeah we're posting uh, all our stuff up there so we've definitely got another gathering coming up very soon um and we're also doing like um some smaller gatherings as well some some just some circle work as well for where men like we were saying just create a bit of a community and it's all about just showing up like we we're saying exactly as you are like if you're, if you're pissed off come pissed off like that's that's yeah. fine if you're upset yeah be upset like tell us about it if you're if you're happy then come happy but it's just a a place where men can just come and be themselves and the circle work is just a place where we can just have a bit of a chat. We'll do a little bit of like breath work and meditation, but just more of like just have a bit of chat and be around other guys and yeah. other, other like-minded guys and unload your yeah whatever you need to unload and yeah and and we'll look at like having different topics that we can that we can cover as well and just to bring up some different aspects, different different views and learn different things from different people and just build that camaraderie and that community and mm. and just help find that healthy masculine within. Yeah. Everyone, I think people take it on. You take it on a lot, and you don't. You know what I mean. You, a lot of people, most people, just take everything. They just it's, it's building up on your shoulders, mm. building up and building up. I think sitting in in circle or just talking to other people, it just lightens the load and kind of, um, as Phil talked about that time, remember, it kind of ripples through everyone and kind of dissipates or something. I can't remember how he described it yeah, quite, yeah, quite yeah. beautifully, but it when you share a problem shared is a problem halved, isn't that the mm. So like if you can, um, if you can, the more you do that, I think it just everything. Yeah, like I said earlier, everything just gets a bit lighter, and you also realize, um, which I think we all kind of got from the last gathering. It's just that we're all, you know, we're all pretty much in the same boat. You know, 
Um, so I just think it's nice to do that. That's the yeah, main yeah. main thing I see the benefit of is just coming together and like in a, in some sort of tribe or community and just kind of yeah sharing the burdens of being a human. Yeah, <laughs> so well, like you know, to, yeah. especially when we're in the in at the bottom or in that situation, we feel like we're the only one and. Yeah, you know, we feel like we're going at it alone, and no one else no understands how I'm feeling or anything like that. But you know, yeah. when you start talking to other yeah, people and so especially many. other men, like you know, like <laughs> everyone's been there. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's everyone's hit bottom at some stage. Your bottom might be different to my bottom, but everyone's hit bottom, and it's all relative. But um, yeah, we can all relate, and mm. you know, you just you don't have to go through it alone. Like yeah. you can, you can have support around you. You can have other men around you and, and bond and be at a vent or just just have that connection, that tribal connection or whatever it is you're needing. Just create that space for everyone That's as they are. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really powerful work that you guys are doing. I think it's uh, really important and I think it uh, offers a safe space for a lot of people who um, probably are looking for this. Also, I think the irony of a lot of this kind of work is that it's exactly for the kind of person who doesn't think they need it. Yeah. So if you are, um, maybe you're a bit of a square and this all this circle <laughs> talk sounds like something you might not be <laughs> keen on. Um, you, yeah. should, you should definitely, um, yeah, you should definitely like look into it and um, and reach out to these guys, uh, especially if you've maybe never really spoken about your emotions. Uh, like this is like exactly, I think, who it's for or you've yeah. never like all these sort of topics that we've broached on um, are things that you've just never, never experienced. Like you'll mm. get, you'll get so much out of that. So highly encourage people to go check these guys out. Um, if people would like to follow you guys, where can they do so, Joe? Yeah, Instagram the dot pommel man. Yeah, and, um, oh, I meant you. Yeah, sorry, you go. Yeah. Um, no, I was just gonna say, like you know, and like in the group, like you're saying, it's exactly showing up like as you are. So like you know, if if you're not ready to share anything, you don't need to share anything. Like it's all. You know, no, there's there's absolutely no judgment there, and what what's said and what happens in these gatherings is yeah. is held in a safe space within these gatherings. And it's as about as much about listening as it is about sharing. So even if you just come and listen, I've done mm. I've done circle myself where I haven't spoken because I just wasn't in that space. Yeah, and I just sit and listen to everyone, and even even just doing that, you come away with a with a great sense of oh, it's not just me. Yeah, you know, I I'm you know, I'm, I've got a there's there's a lot of people out here that are in the same position as I am. If people, if people would like to follow you, Ben, where can they do so? Yeah, same. I think yeah, we're both separately on Instagram. Um, as I'm just Ben Forsyth, J U S T B E N like Forsyth T H, and uh, you tied. No, I'm just. Are you ready for deep more deep thought. questions? Oh, yeah. Go ask Josiah first. <laughs> 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 and we are back. Um, <coughs> we are back. We, if this was a pool, we are not quite at the deepest end of the pool. Mm. We're like in the area where you can't. Well, you might be able to. I'm really short, so like my tippy toes don't <laughs> touch. <laughs> don't touch it. You're probably like your nipples are out and stuff. Like <laughs> most of your upper body His is nipples free. Actually are out. Like. I know. <laughs> 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 um, so we were discussing uh, oh, no. masculine and 
femininity mm. and what it means to be a man in today's world. Mm. Uh, yeah. My next question and is to both of you is, what does it mean to be a primal man? Mm. Mm. So I'll, I'll sort of view it as, um, again, coming back to like having balance, but the primal man, like, like we were saying earlier, like men, you know, used to be the provider. They were always like the hunter and the gatherer. And I think no matter how society changes, we still have that blood in us and we still have that like primal ancestral blood in us and we want to everyone's form of prior primitive state is different but um the core sense of like hunting and gathering that primal nature is I, I believe is within every man and we sort of hide that with modern technology and sit in front of screens and stuff and i and i, and I honestly believe that's partly why some men feel lost because they don't have that healthy masculinity that outlet and so instead of, you know, they're not supposed to be sitting in front of the screen or, or like that all the time. Because like I said, we're built for like hunting and gathering. So then they don't have that healthy outlet. So instead they drink or do drugs or mm. fight. Not, not fight, <laughs> but like, you know, yeah. like pick fights with other, other guys or women or, or whatever. Like out yeah, even in clubs or, or yeah, or like or just, or just yeah. to feed that, to fuel that testosterone. Because yeah. you need to drive that testosterone. Like it's... yeah just naturally in in men but it's about having that healthy outlet and mm. and feeling in a in a healthy way there is so much to that um, like i'm obviously biased i am in the fitness industry but we there is so much like to we are just designed to move and we are mm. designed to like fully experience what it means to be in this body mm -hmm. um, and i'm gonna go like a little bit hippie with this but like yeah like when you become in touch with yourself whether it be through um, like moving your body through space or whether it be lifting objects or it be like being physical with another human like mm. with you know like wrestling or fighting or even like learning to like move to the rhythm of something with dance mm -hmm. like there is something like you find freedom in mm. in that and you learn to realize that yes there is all of this thing been like built up inside of you mm -hmm. but there are like these super healthy outlets for it like yeah I fucking love training and that's because there's like a lot of something in me that just like mm. I need to get out. And you mm. love dancing. And I love, I love all phys like yeah, I love I love fighting, I love like jujitsu, I love like yeah. like anything that's movement. Yeah. And it's like and for years growing up, like I was a musician and I would uh take the release that through the creative outlet that was music, but when that eventually, you know, got tainted for me for whatever reason, like I was like I need to release this somewhat like in a different way and, and finding movement was this super uh, like enriching experience. And I see that with people. Like people come in all the time into a gym and they realize like, wow, like this feels re like really good. And I was like, I, I know. Like it's free. It's like it's, yeah. it's here for you. Like yeah. it's, it's within you. Mm. And you for I, f I forget. I don't know if you if you guys get it. Because my in in my circle uh, the men are more um, you know, conscious in that sense, and this is just going back to the question earlier about how I see the men in the world. The, uh, most men I know will talk about their emotions, talk about their feelings, and all this kind of stuff, and um, it's kind of almost becoming the norm in that sense. But I know that that's not the world. In the same way that most of the men I know are like lifting something or hitting something, or they're you know they're doing something physical, or whether it's like rock climbing or this, it's like most people I know do something, or it could be running, or it could be. But I forget that that's not normal. Like, and for some people, when they do come into your gym and they do a bit of exercise, they go, whoa, this feels good. And you go, like, 
yeah, obviously, <laughs> it feels good. What, what what have you been doing, like, kind of thing? But it's so obvious for, because I grew up in the fighting and stuff like that, and you have always been fitness, and you've always been in, uh, in bodybuilding mm-hmm. and footy and stuff like that, so it's just, like, normal. But I think um, a, a giant proportion of society, of men in society, don't, just don't do it. Like, it's just not normal for them to, like, move and lift stuff and all yeah. that thing. And it's almost become... Not suppressed, but like forgotten almost, I think. Mm. Like, and they're like, oh, I just go to my office and I do my computer and I do this and I do that. And then and I get money and I go home and then I just, I'm too tired then. I go sleep and then and they're, they're forgetting all the fun stuff like the tribal, like the primal stuff, which is not just like uh, macho stuff, but also, yeah, I think dancing and singing and stuff because heaps of the old uh, tribes and stuff like that would be. Um, I met a woman recently. I interviewed her for a, a video. Uh, she's a a poet, Aboriginal poet called Ali Cobby Eckerman. She lives up in Kulunga. And um, <coughs> she went on her own spiritual vision quest, but it was 10 years long in the desert. And yeah, well. uh, lived with, um, I forget the name of the, but it's basically like the Australian version of shamans. But I forget the name of the people. But she said that like all they do is just dance and sing and um, that's the tradition that's like the primal kind of tradition is just mm. to be moving all the time and singing all the time and kind of and speaking <coughs> she said they would speak only in terms of we rather than I so mm. it was a very collective tribal kind of community um, narrative that they'd have where it would be like today we will do this so that we can blah, 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 you know mm. uh, it was very like in that sense I think that's for me that's where the whole what com- where the whole primal kind of thing comes it, it really into it is it's it's like healthy to, to retouch or to touch back into those things um whereas yeah in maybe people think that it's not maybe people think that they've evolved and they just need to be in the metaverse or something i don't know mm. uh well let let's delve into the aspect of uh you know this concept of community right mm. so like a tribe uh, like yeah a like tribe. a tribe or even, you know even let's go into something that everyone can relate to right like mm. this concept of family mm. right like it's uh something that we all come from it's yeah. it's something that everybody whether you want to create your own family family or you want to belong to a family mm. whether it's by blood or friends or whatever mm. like that is like a super powerful feeling and yeah. um we all crave it yeah like, oh, you can see it in a in a re- for a really basic example uh, football, they're like, oh, we scored ten, like we won the match this year. Like, I know it's like there's like a collective mm. we yeah. because you support the team. So like we all want it, we all crave connection and community and tribe. But maybe we don't, maybe don't call it that. But you know what I mean? It's um, it's inherent in us. It's and there there is and there is power in numbers as opposed to yeah. like what you can do, <coughs> like mm. uh, on your own. And that's and what it is. Yeah. That's that's what it, it's safety. Mm. That's why we. That's I think biologically, historically, that is why we. Because like I'll, I'm out in the desert by myself, probably gonna die. <laughs> if I have <laughs> like 149 other people around me, might be okay. You know. A hundred percent. It's a survival instinct. Yeah. Mm. So it's like we have that in us to want to belong to something, and I think that's obviously a good. It's a good thing. Yeah. But then having awareness. Then it's when you have the yin and the like you mentioned the yin and yang earlier of like being able to sit with yourself as really comfortably like uh, having done all the work on yourself like in the vipassana and go I'm okay sitting here by myself but also it's kind of nice 
belonging to this tribe as well. It's like a bit yeah, of both, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's like it's like having an awareness of, of uh, the importance of both of them, I, I guess. And, th- and that's what I was going to say. Mm. Like, you know, it's become um, very westernized, I guess, because like, yeah, like we grew up like in in tribes and well not we but like you know mm, our me ancestors. and you yeah. remember our tribe <laughs> <laughs> that should <laughs> oh, I don't know what that I'm gonna get in trouble for that one but um yeah. but yeah no like we we like you know our ancestors did um but you look back in like in the indigenous cultures like um like we were saying earlier like I think it was off air but like yeah it was and we were talking about how like you know um your initiation process was to go off into the forest and and have your own like vision quest and you sort of had to survive and and so they had that balance of being able to be alone and and fend for themselves and be with themselves or um or with the tribe yeah, yeah but then they could come back as a collective yeah. and and in the, in the be together and work together and it's that b- balance i guess of um having that tribe and that support but i guess not fundamentally not needing and relying on on that support, if that makes mm, sense. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's like mm. you want it, but you don't want to rely on it fully. It's kind of a strange one. Like, so you, you've got them there, you've got that safety net, yeah. but if you get stuck out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. like you... It's like having insurance. Yeah, yeah. You want it, but you don't want to have to use yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you don't want to rely on it. It's there if you need it. It's there if you need it. Just in case. Yeah. It's funny. In the, we, we went to Tanzania, um, and uh, there we encountered the Maasai tribe there and stuff. Um, and they're just they're completely li- live like they're how how do I describe it? Like they're just they don't do anything modern. Like they just yep. they're yeah. And uh, their initiation for the for the the men is when they're like twelve uh, thirteen or something. They have to go kill a lion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no. then and then they also get circumcised and then uh, and then when they carry a stick, that's when you know that they've kind of passed their kind of initiation. I don't know if there's any plant, plant medicines or anything involved in it, but. Um, yeah, just I think there's always like that rite of passage is pretty prevalent in most kind of tribes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think we still ha- probably have certain rites of passage in life, but yeah, I think mm. th- yeah, I think now it's oh. like getting an iPhone. <laughs> 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 like a right? Do we have a rite of passage growing up? Like with, uh, having a drink? It was a big one. In yeah, Ireland. well, I, was yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, alcohol yeah. was. Mm. You know, there's. Uh, there's yeah, a lot of you know dri- driving, like being able to have that mm. sort of in- okay. self-independence. Yeah, there's a lot of um, unhealthy. <laughs> well, that, that's, as what well. I, that, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Like the the concept is is good, but I guess yeah. how it's been applied. Yeah, like you know, you look at like um, you know, especially like again, like from a footy footy culture, mm-hmm. like um, yeah, you always like I guess like initiation processes into like you know if you're a newbie coming in mm-hmm. or like especially if we're going on a footy trip. Um, like yeah, he doesn't want to tell us. He doesn't want to tell us. He's uh, like, should I say this? Uh, well I remember, like, I, I was like, more. you know, going on that one footy trip. We we're driving to um, oh, unknown, unknown location. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't even remember now. Um, <laughs> was it Mildura? I think it was Mildura. I think we we're driving to Mildura on a bus, mm. and the first guy, the guys that had never been on a footy trip before, they had to wear L plates around the neck the whole footy trip. And they had the shittest jobs. Like we we weren't. Like I think we stopped once on the way to Mildura, and we were just like taking a piece in like milk cartons and stuff. And the L platers had to like empty them and stuff, and like just Weird stupid things, yeah. shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, weird, yeah. like you look. I guess, like you know, again, like it comes back to a bit of like an ego-driven, like superiority thing. Like, uh, like that's definitely yeah. unhealthy initiation look, I there. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. You've and taken I do sacred things and ruined them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think there is all the, like you know, like we expressed all throughout this. Like um, people have all this energy or something bent up in them, and then they mm. just find all these really strange outlets to mm. like to to release it. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to bring back and just hear your thoughts on it. Um, it's like a really basic thing, but I think there's so much to it, right? Like, uh, like I think there's just something really primal and something that everyone can access, and not just like men, like any, mm. like anyone, men, women, whatever. Like, yep. uh, like, like just in wrestling. Yeah. And I don't mean like mm. wrestling, like the sport of wrestling, but just yeah. like the act of wrestling yeah, the with another. Yeah. yeah, like there's something that just happens, right? Like about yeah. ba barriers that exist. Just get eliminated, right? Yeah. Like, because you're up close and personal. I yeah, guess, yeah, and yeah. like, and and boundary, like, really, boundaries are just very naturally set, right? Yeah. And like, this is like, you know, it's like a game. Like, we all do it when we're younger, right? Like, yeah. you want to wrestle someone. Yeah, it's true, right? It's just yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't, you don't want to yeah. hurt them, like, but no. you want to just like say like. Yeah, just, just, just something. We just want to hug you and just hug you so much that <laughs> yeah. put you down on the ground. Yeah. And then I want you to try and do the yeah. same thing to me. Struggle, yeah. cuddle, struggle, yeah. struggle. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, struggle, cuddle. Yeah. That's what it is. It, there must be, yeah, because and that's why I, I thought it'd be really cool to incorporate it in in our in our ev events or gatherings. Um, because I just think it's yeah really good at breaking down those barriers straight away, like getting you guys carrying each other and um you know dragging them dragging each other along and all. it's just and then a bit of wrestling, and I think eventually like yeah a bit of competition as well. It, a bit of he competition is healthy too, like you know. Um, well, uh, you know, there's so much about the ego in 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 terms of all of this, mm. right? Like, mm. because people develop really unhealthy egos that need to be beaten a little bit. Yeah. But then some people need to develop an ego mm -hmm. to have them, yes. you know, like, and you can find both of those things quite often in the uh, examination and you're uh, working through something like that. Yeah, that's a mm. great observation. Mm. Yeah. And, and I guess that's sort of what we're trying to, I was going to say create, but like, I guess, bring out or show is is that balance you know because there are there's guys who do have an unhealthy ego and and yeah i was gonna say need to be checked a bit but not need to be checked but they, they saying, don't yeah. understand how like it, yeah balanced, it's it's yeah. it is okay to like especially like like i said like you know growing up and around footy like you know it's in the higher levels it's a little bit more norm now like people are coming out more and saying like i'm depressed or like you know this is how, how i'm feeling but I feel like in the low levels, it's still like it hasn't definitely hasn't reached that point, and you know it's you wouldn't just rock up and go go like, hey guys, I feel like shit, like you know I'm de I'm depressed, like you know I've been drinking every night, like Cause it's just seen as weakness. Yeah, just uh, suck it up, you'll be right. We got a game yeah. on Saturday, or I suppose just know, changing so. that narrative. I can see, I think I can see that narrative changing a little bit, even with companies that I know, mm. like where they're now having like corporate wellness protocols mm. and like you can you and they have mental health days as well as sick days like i've heard of I've, i know people who mm. have been like oh, i'm taking a mental health day and that's just that's an actual that's the language they're using in the company and stuff yeah i think it is becoming a bit more i don't yeah. know though i have no idea but yeah um, see i'm hearing more of it but that could also be because it's being curated for me because and your your circles and who you sort exactly of, yeah yeah so yeah um but i think it's i think that it, like groups like, like we're, uh, like uh, our, I don't say ours, but you know what I mean. 
like the thing doing this kind of work, I think is important to change that narrative mm. in 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 the broader scheme of things, so that it's okay if someone does come in and go, lads, I'm feeling a bit shit, and then and then it what happens is what what ideally what happens is instead of the guys going, oh Jesus, what's fucking wrong with Josiah? Mm. They're like, you know go to a therapist it's like they go all right well sit down and tell me about it yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's it becomes like normal then to go let's hear about it which yeah. i think is kind of like tribal and primal stuff they go mm. what's wrong brother and then you go well this and then they go okay yeah because some people just like just genuinely haven't had someone who will take the time to sit down and listen with them yeah but then yeah like you were saying as well on the flip side there's some some guys who like i said like step too far into my feminine or my yep. you know um didn't have that sort of ego base and, and they need to get in touch with that sort of primal root mm, a bit more and, and, and be be able to be more assertive and be able to just have that confidence in themselves and I think a lot of it comes down to not always but I think a lot of it comes down to like a lack of self-confidence and, and self-worth and being able to find that healthy ego and that, and that assertiveness to be able to you know yeah have that confidence in themselves and follow through with stuff and and so yeah, I think that's what we we're saying. Like, it's all about balance. Like, I really like that concept of like you both said it there. Like a like a healthy ego. That's great because ego is usually considered to be a bad thing. Mm. Well, I think you well, have. It's not. It's not necessarily it's not, like. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not. You like. Well, you, you need an ego. You need an ego. Yeah, it's like it's like your it's like your the way you navigate the world or the way you interface with the world or something almost. Um, but. Um, there's That's nice, yeah. But and it does come back to like you said about the masculine, feminine. Because yeah, there's some guys who, yeah, maybe they haven't done a bit of wrestling, and and then when they do it, they go w like like it's empowering. Like, like at our uh, event recently, they they're like, whoa, that's so fun. Like l most of them who hadn't done anything like that before were just like, that was just that just felt great. I don't know, mm. and it's not you can't even really put words on it. Like it just felt awesome. Mm. And then you know you get all the dopamine release, and you get all this testosterone coming around. You like, um. And then, yeah, maybe then the having the more feminine to put the label on of like aspects of it, um, then to balance the people who may be too much in the testosterone place. Mm. So mm. it does make it does make sense in that sense to have feminine masculine. That now it all makes sense to me, Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all great. learned something today. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how, how much exposure you both have had to dancing, but yeah. that was one of the things that I know that to me. Uh, is one thing that I really enjoyed about dancing mm -hmm. is that it is a activity that requires you to really um, delve into both uh, aspects like your masculinity and your femininity. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you need to have the assertiveness of uh, look. I think this is I've, and I've spoken about this like in the past, like with girls, like um, you know whether you're like it's uh, male-female dancing together, like there's this, when you're dancing with someone and a partner, like somebody has to take the lead. Mm. Okay. And somebody has to follow, like, and it just like, it's this. That's how it works. It's just like, a, like very clear set roles. And uh, for you to be a good leader, like you have to like be confident, like somebody who's unconfident, like yeah. can't, can't lead in that position very mm. well. Mm -hmm. And uh, quite often like the, uh, the follower doesn't, um, yeah, just re won't respond very well okay. uh, to somebody who's not leading well. But at the same time, you have to totally like delve into like your femininity to be good at dancing. Like mm. you have to learn to completely be okay with like moving your hips certain yeah, ways. And just and just completely expressing yeah. yourself like expressing like yourself, freely yeah. like just being like okay with like I just move like and I can yeah, move and it's and like taking away judgment from like how your movement is happening. Mm. 
and like yeah dance is something that's just it's available to everyone right like you know yeah, and it's so it's free and it's there and it's and it's you, and it, you know it's like you you hear a beat like yeah and oh, you, you might hear a beat, but I'll, I'll struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was reggaeton. You know, was reggaeton yeah. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, you know, like you just your body wants to do something too, right? It's so true. Like yeah, a, a kid, like I I watch like uh, our friend's kid, like he's like two, and there's just any they, they like, break e it down. E even if you just go da 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 da, da he goes like mm, mm, and starts moving and <laughs> puts his hand up in the air, and it's like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah it's yeah. just in us, and the same thing like the wrestling. It's all this stuff that is in us primarily i'm gonna keep using that word now um no but i 100 and that's kind of what i was ref making yes, reference to yes. earlier like if you could just eventually at the end of the day it's like mm. just be like you had everything you needed mm. to when you first came out like mm. into this world like it's like the world tries to teach you other things and yeah you have to just unlearn to like yeah you know your confidence is found in like it's just true. realizing why, why like are you dancing that's yeah only girls dance or something like that. All it takes is one comment when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or yeah. I'm, I remember my brother, I was singing in my headphones one day. My brother came in and was like, you should get some singing lessons. And like, I think that's what made me just really unconfident about singing. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was yeah. super young and I still remember the exact moment. Like, you know, um, he's dead now. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I killed him when he said that to me. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got a dark humor. He's not dead. He's probably listening. He's not dead. It's okay. Everything is uh, all good. Killer joke, Ben. Killer yeah, joke. Killer joke. Yeah. If he was, I'd be jealous of him. That'd <laughs> be pretty nice. Um. But no, like I was, I was very similar. Like I used to, like again, like put on a mask and take the piss when I was singing because I felt like I was a shit singer. And it's only been like now, like my current partner Susanna, like she's like, why do you sing like a dickhead sometimes? Like you actually can half sing. Like you yeah. sound better when you actually sort of try and sing and now like I don't uh -huh. care like I just sing and and going back to what you were saying like um, I had so much to say about everything you were going on like from my small exposure to dance that um, you exposed me to and that like you definitely have to be like in tune like yeah you have to have that um, confidence to lead but you have to be in tune with your partner as well and pick up them and like I guess like their the way they're feeling they're moving as well to like predict you know how you're going to move them and and stuff as well and um there was something else i was going to say be present probably you got to yeah. be very present yeah yeah, I guess, yeah yeah and and what you're saying about like society changing you can go back to like you're from a fitness background as well go back to i remember like i used to always you look at like a baby you're like a kid squat and they always squat like naturally like how you're supposed to yeah, and then over, over time you know the way we change in society and for whatever reason we lose that technique and it's the same with everything, yeah, you look at how how free kids are, and they just want to dance and sing and have fun. And, and I think sometimes Even swimming, we take I think can't babies swim straight away as well? Yeah, yeah, they have that natural yeah. swimming instinct. That's why it's supposed to go in the water, like mm. pretty early on. And then I'm just gonna throw this out there: do not on. throw your babies just to swim. Yeah, this, <laughs> like, this, this, is, this is all in a controlled <laughs> environment. Can, can, you, can you all check for me and very, write, very, write, very, write me an email very, and let me know. Shallow pool. <laughs> write me an email and let me know if your baby can swim. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I think, I think we all. Um, I mean, that, that's my theory anyway. I think we come out uh, like as we're as we're meant to, and I don't mean like quite as a baby, but I think quite often some of the people that I've found the most pleasant to be around are people who feel really comfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. And they're not often, they're not always like people who are confident or like extroverted. It's just people who like, 
they figure out who they are mm -hmm. and they just are happy to sit in that. Like, yeah. I always give this example. I always think about, like, uh, we all probably have, like, I, I'm going to, I hope, I don't care if I offend someone. <laughs> like, we all have, like, a mate who's probably, like, uh, maybe, like, overweight and he's just always been happy to take his shirt off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, and he just owns it. Yeah, and, like, yeah, love he, it. Yeah, and he's I just, like, that. yeah, and there's, there's, like, always that one person who's just, like, yeah, yeah. like, I'm who I am, like, yeah. I don't care, and then you don't care, because he doesn't care. It gives you confidence. Yes, exactly. Like the, like the person who just dances like, at weddings, but can't really dance, but yes. they just keep going, you're like, I want to be Maybe that I guy. could do it. <laughs> I yeah, do yeah, 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 exactly, like, gives you this kind that of is, like, those people are often, like, the best to be around, because yeah. they, like, they're not emanating those insecurities, no. right? Like, they're just like, well, this is, this is what I got. Yeah. And that, and the irony of it is, like, to connect, like, with humans, that's all you often have to do. Like, you have to learn to be more of who you are mm. instead of trying to be, like, this cool image of, of whatever that cool is in whatever group you hang around in. Mm. And we all do it, right? Like, yeah, people, people will attract themselves to, like, particular groups that they mm. think they might best fit in, right? Mm. Like, if you're, like, a little bit alternative when you're younger, you might want to gravitate towards, like, the punk rockers of your maybe athletic Showing gifted. Your age now. Pardon? You're showing your yeah, age punk rockers. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't think there's punk rockers anymore. <laughs> if you're athletically gifted, you might, you know, be more of a jock, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. And you um, sorry, you go. No, you go. No, you go. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna divert the topic. Mm. Yeah, no, I was, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, hundred percent agree, and um. Yeah, we do. Like, we sort of like again, like going back to like what we were saying at the start. Like, we sort of change to what we think like society tells us we should be or how we should act or or behave and and forget our natural instincts of just that inner child and just just be who you are and just have fun and enjoy it and in, and embrace it. Mm. You guys utilized. Uh, two other tools that I think we'll talk uh, before we wrap this up uh, at your gathering. Um, oh yeah. One of them was breathing, mm -hmm. and the other one was the element of ice. Uh, what roles do you think those things can help and uh, allow to facilitate to helping people get more in touch with their primal side? I have my thoughts on that sort of stuff, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I... Um it's funny, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts because I actually use it a little bit more um, going the other way. So I use I use the breath to sort of calm down and come back like in and more in touch with my emotions and um, I guess my if we're going to label it like my feminine <laughs> sort of side. Um, and I think they both have, once you've learned to sort of control them and understand them, I think the breath is the most underrated tool that we have mm. like we breathe we're breathing right now but we don't acknowledge it and we don't control it like we just breathe like naturally but as soon as we learn to control it it can balance like any any situation um and the same with the ice bath as well like your your natural instinct is to to tense up and to to almost freak out and maybe even like hyperventilate and you sort of lose control a little bit but the the concept of that is if you can calm down your breathing calm yourself down and your thoughts in the ice bath then when you're about to go on stage to talk or you're about to meet your first date or whatever it is that gets you anxious or get you gets you worked up you can come back to that place again and come back to that breath or come back and know 
And also, again, I don't, so don't want to digress too much and go too deep. No, but digress. Uh, this is, um, that's why I do podcasts, to digress. <laughs> so, like, you know, but even, like, the more you do those things, the more you learn about yourself and you start to notice that, you know, like, oh, like my, my shoulders are really tense when I'm in the ice bath or, like, you know, or like the, the two main things, the three probably, is you clench your jaw, like you, you bring your shoulders up your traps and you, and you <laughs> clench your ass. And, um, my balls are also clenching. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> like as you know, as soon as you n- notice those traits, you can sort of you notice those in the ice bath, or you notice them when you're like breathing or trying to meditate or relax, and then you can come back to those when you're in those high stress, high anxious like situations, and you can just sort of like like we did on that day, do a bit of a body scan and realize, oh, my jaw's clenched, my shoulders, you know, my ass is clenched, just sort of relax yourself a little bit, come back to that breath and then sort of calm, y- calm yourself down that little bit and, you know, and especially like when you're in the ice bath, like the, the breathing technique is to bring that the parasympathetic nervous system to to calm yourself down and to release those chemicals to mellow yourself out a little bit instead of just being like highly anxious. And I even like talk to it like you know when you get out of bed in winter like you you're all tense and stuff and i, I even try and notice that in myself as well and just try and relax myself and the more i find the more i'm in those practices the generally calmer i am and then when i sort of step away from them and and forget those modalities sometimes i seem to be high, more highly anxious and more stressed out and I think the cold brings you out of your head and into your body, I think, which is, for me, that's the main benefit of it, mm. as well as bin building mental resilience because you know it's difficult, but yeah, you yeah, still yeah. do it. So just think it's, I think it's important for not just men, but everyone to do to do more difficult stuff because I think it's just mental resilience is, is super important so that then those everyday scenarios you're talking about, you are more calm in those scenarios, you know, mm. um, so that, you know, the... Ev- those kind of stresses don't seem as grand as as you don't you're not turning mountains or molehills into mountains you know you're going it's actually fine mm. you know yeah that i guess that's how i've always seen things like that's my main thing with an ice bath it's like this is this thing that's um uncomfortable mm. but also yeah it's one of those things where like the trick to it is like just kind of like, like relaxing, okay, just like breathe, just and like go. Um, like you okay. have to let go to like. You have to accept the situation. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. You have to be like, this is where I'm at. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, like I'm the coolest cat here, unless there's yeah. another cat outside uh, the really. bath with you. And that's <laughs> a great if you can actually do that. In if you did that, if you did that every moment of your life, you'd be an enlightened 100%. being. You know, you'd mm. be. You'd. Um, you know, th- there's this thing. Uh, it's probably one of those quotes that. I'm not, I don't know if I can say the quote properly, but when you're in a really shit moment in life, right, like the, one of the beauties of it is that a lot of the times they can only really go up, like mm-hmm. when you're down, like especially if you're really down and you've really felt like you've hit rock bottom and in a lot of situations, like the joy is like, well, generally what's going to come it can often be better and it's that realisation that like um, we, we, le- we can let uh single moments like uh become so much more than than what they are mm-hmm. uh you know and when you put yourself in situations like the ice bath like yeah. uh or whatever that 
the uncomfortable thing is for you. Like some people like really love the cold. You know, for them it might be the opposite. It might be mm. the sauna or, or whatever it is. Like it could be just like ru- even like running. You know, at that point where you go, oh, I want to stop now, and you mm. don't. Yeah, like it's yeah. just all those uncomfortable things. Mm. Yeah, know? of course. I always stop when I'm running. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's just yeah, finding comfort. Uh, everyone's heard this before. You know, get comfortable and uncomfortable. You know, but it's. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you don't really get it until you do it, mm. and then you see the benefits of it, and then everything in life, yeah, just becomes a bit lighter. I think. Yeah, a bit, a bit more manageable. What I, what I like about like both of them is it's like hundred percent that, and then what I find with like my meditation and my and my breath work, it does um, bring stuff up as well, like stuff that you've like buried deeper down that you can unpack. So it's like some of the other stuff can be used as a bit of a masking mm. tool as well to like cover up cover up some of your stuff that you got buried down and um but you know when you're sitting there meditating like yeah. that's that's when stuff comes up you got you're not doing anything else to distract you or even like your breath um you know you but that's when again you accept the situation for what it is and and that's one of the biggest things there's the biggest thing that's taught me in life is things are coming up while i'm meditating because it needs to come up yeah you know, because I've obviously buried it down or I haven't dealt with it or, or whatever it is. There's a reason why it's coming up while I'm in that situation. And it's the same thing. Like, oh, like, you know, oh, man, I might have just got fired yesterday. But there's a reason, you know, the reason you got fired. That obviously, that job was, wasn't the one for you. Maybe like a high paying job's coming. Maybe you know, the next job you're going to meet the love of your life or your best mate or, you know, like I just, I just, from that, like I genuinely believe that everything happens for a reason. And, I've found those modalities have helped me to just sort of see the situation for what it is. You s- still forget that sometimes, but it's easier to bring yourself back and remind yourself that, you know, this is this has come up or I'm in this situation for a reason. And the more you, I find the more you, like you said, accept it and accept that's, that's where you're at. The sort of, maybe it's just a feeling, maybe it just feels like it goes quicker, but I feel like it doesn't, doesn't last as long as you, and you find that reasoning of why you're in that situation or why it's happening and and that's that's what i found that's what the especially the breath work and meditation for me and then yeah like we're saying things like the ice bath and stuff just helps you sort of calm down and and bring you to that level and know that yeah like you can you can get that through that situation yeah 100 percent. now people heard all this sort of stuff and they would like to come to the next gathering how can they uh, find out more information about it. Yeah, so we're on um, Instagram, mm-hmm. the dot primal man, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we're posting uh, all our stuff up there. So we've definitely got another gathering coming up very soon, mm-hmm. um, and we're also doing like um, some smaller gatherings as well, some some just some circle work as well for where men, like we were saying, just create a bit of a community, and it's all about just showing up, like we we're saying, exactly as you are. Like if you if you're pissed off, come pissed off like that's that's yeah. fine if you're upset yeah be upset like tell us about it if you're if you're happy then come happy but it's just a a place where men can just come and be themselves and the circle work is just a place where we can just have a bit of a chat we'll do a little bit of like breath work and meditation but just more like just have a bit of chat and be around other guys and other, yeah. other like-minded guys and unload your yeah whatever you need to unload and yeah, and and we'll look at like having different topics that we can that can cover as well, and just to bring up some different aspects, different different views, and learn different things from different people, and just build that camaraderie and that community, and mm. and just help 
find that healthy masculine within yeah. everyone. I think people take it on them. You take it on a lot. You don't. You know what I mean. You, a lot of people. Most people just take everything. And you just it's just building up on your shoulders, mm. building up and building up. I think sitting in in circle or just talking to other people, it just lightens the load and kind of. Um, as Phil talked about that time, I remember it kind of ripples through everyone and kind of dissipates or something. I can't remember how he described it yeah, quite, yeah, quite beautifully, yeah. but it when you share a problem shared is a problem halved, isn't that the? Mm. So like if you can, um, if you can, the more you do that, I think it just everything. Yeah, like I said earlier, everything just gets a bit lighter, and you also realize, um, which I think we all kind of got from the last gathering, it's just that we're all, you know, we're all pretty much in the same boat, you know. Um, so I just think it's nice to do that. That's the yeah, main yeah. main thing I see the benefit of is just coming together and like in a, in some sort of tribe or community and just kind of yeah sharing the burdens of being a human yeah <laughs> so well, like you know, to, yeah. especially when we're in the in at the bottom or in that situation we feel like we're the only one and yeah you know we feel like we're going out alone and no one else not understands how i'm feeling or anything like that but you know when you start talking to other yeah, people and so especially many. other men like you know like <laughs> everyone's been there yeah. like everyone everyone's everyone's hit bottom at some stage your bottom might be different to my bottom but everyone's hit bottom and it's all relative but um yeah we can all relate and mm. you know you just you don't have to go through it alone like yeah. you can you can have support around you you can have other men around you and, and bond and be able to vent or just just have that connection that tribal connection or whatever it is you're needing just create that space for everyone as they are yeah, I think it's I think it's really powerful work that you guys are doing. I think it's uh, really important, and I think it uh, offers a safe space for a lot of people who um, probably are looking for this. Also, I think the irony of a lot of this kind of work is that it's exactly for the kind of person who doesn't think they need it. Yeah. So if you are um, maybe you're a bit of a square, and this all this circle <laughs> talk sounds like something you might not be <laughs> keen on. Um, you yeah. should you should definitely. Um, yeah, you should definitely like look into it and um, and reach out to these guys, uh, especially if you've maybe never really spoken about your emotions. Uh, like this is like exactly I think who it's for, or you've yeah. never like all these sort of topics that we've broached on um, are things that you've just never never experienced. Like you'll mm. get, you'll get so much out of that. So highly encourage people to go check these guys out. Um, if people would like to follow you guys, where can they do so, Joe? Yeah, Instagram the dot promo man. Yeah, um, I meant you. Yeah, sorry, you go. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say, like, you know, and, like, in the group, like I was saying, it's exactly showing up, like, as you are. So, like, you know, if, if you're not ready to share anything, you don't need to share anything. Like, it's all, you know, no, there's there's absolutely no judgment there. And what what's said and what happens in these gatherings is yeah. is held in a safe space within these gatherings. And it's as, about, as much about listening as it is about sharing. So even if you just come and listen, I've done, so mm. I've done Circle for myself where I haven't spoken because I just wasn't in that space. Yeah. And I just sit and listen to everyone. And even even just doing that, you come away with a, with a great sense of, oh, it's not just me. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I've got a, there's, there's a lot of people out here that are in the same position as I am. If, so people, if people would like to follow you, Ben, where can they do so? Yeah, same. I think, yeah, we're both separately on Instagram um, as I'm just Ben Forsyth, J-U-S-T-B-E-N, like Forsyth, T-H. And, uh, 